everybody, and welcome to episode 520 of Vigigame Apocalypse. Ooh. I'm your host, Michael Rapara, coming to you from the Micro Memorial Studio of the Airways. If you want it to be the U Memorial Studio of the Airwaves, go to patreon.com slash laser time and join us at the $20 level and prop up this failing enterprise. Who is joining me? Just to hit really hard after tax time. <laughs> I know. Uh, right? Like uh, <laughs> Chris Antista. And don't have a funny nickname. I was going to go topical and say marijuana zombie, uh, which is something MTG literally said today, but I'm going to go low hanging fruit. <laughs> Matthew Alien. Hey. Nice. Oh, look nice. at that. Which, which, which works the X-Files, for the theme. That's perfect, too. Yeah. And special uh, guest rejoining us again. It's Chaluminati's. Hi, I'm Alex Fasciani. Uh, five twenty, do five twenty, dude. Yeah, five twenty, nice. So I, I was, ah. I was just on your show, and you gave me such a good intro that I feel like anything I say is not going to compare to that. But, um, I felt bad because we just kind of like I don't know. I went back to listen to the episodes that we did, and we just kind of jumped in raw, no like talking, no like chat before, and the energy was like. Hey, what's up, Michael? And he was like, hey. Uh, and then Jesse's like, why the fuck is Michael here? What's going on? And I was like, okay, this is like the worst thing that's but ever that's happened like, to me. It's like always Jesse, though, right? Like he's a half the yeah. time. He's like, what the fuck's sure. going on? Sure. I've but been I... greenstoned. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, that, that it was... You should greenstone this episode. This should just be a JFK episode. <laughs> I greenstoned today. I And I no, think at, at 34, you guys should greenstone at least once per day if you can. And And here's the thing. Uh, what was I saying? I just wanted to like get my revenge on myself for that horrible intro that I gave you the first time you came on the show. <laughs> oh, it was, so, it was, so that's what it was. It was great. Thank you. But um, where can people find Chiluminati? Chiluminati is everywhere. Chiluminati is everything. Just go find me at uh, patreon.com slash Chiluminati pod. That's our home website where you can get all our info. Uh, sometimes you can go to chiluminatipod.com if we have tickets or merch on sale that's new because uh, we try and put it there if we can it's a horrible horrible website that should only be used in an absolute emergency but if you <laughs> like video games more than conspiracy theories please come watch me on the super beard bros show on yeah. youtube which is oh, now yeah. also in its 10th year what's up bing 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 that's our new uh that's that's the thing so uh i have a that's, terrible that's up. terrible conspiracy to pitch for your podcast let's go that i would Hit love me. to do yeah, hit me. I'm open. Yeah, do you want? It. Do I? You want me to reveal it right here? You can. You can DM me if it's a. If it's a. If you I, look, I'm. A, I'm all about the theatrical. So if it's a secret, yeah. it's a secret. But you. You better send me it. It I'm is, here. in my world, it's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And I went down a huge rabbit hole last week. And like, I think I got to talk to Alex about. It. Like, if he needs like a <laughs> half an hour episode where he does no research and I just rattle off what I know now. Uh, it relates to nothing of any consequence, but it's like it is insane and involves Oscar winners and is nuts. Okay, look, that's a great that's a great <laughs> teaser. I'm absolutely tit- titillated. Nice. My DMs are open. You oh, heard it here God. first. DMs are open. Yeah, yeah, yes. Whenever you need something on the fly, everybody's too busy or has diarrhea, and you got to get something done real quick. Give me a call. I'm I'm, I'm the here. best of the diarrhea show. <laughs> is diarrhea like the secret word? Like this is the third time it's been. <laughs> I have. <done> it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounds like when I have diarrhea. Ah, yeah, that's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, it's going to be a fun show. I always try to have something a little bit paranormally or urban legendy when Alex is on. And this week we came up with ancient aliens. Mm, so, perfect. yeah, in video games, 
Or did ancient aliens come up with us thousands of years ago I mean, and we're just living in their experiment? If you Michael. believe Depending the Brian on the De Palma game. movie, Mission to Mars, then yes. Mm. Or the Bible, as I call it, uh, Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> <laughs> An alien named God came down to Earth. And the genome-geneered lichentents rollerbladed through the sky towards mm -hmm. Jupiter. It was a person and not a planet at all. That is literally the only thing that could explain why he's white. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh! uh, so, <laughs> so, ancient aliens in the context of video games is we're, we're going to get deep into some lore spoilers, spoilers, if you will. Uh, oh, nice! About yeah, the That's games where you know everything is was engineered by aliens. Thousands of years ago, who have since disappeared, thousands but of years ago, are why you are usually still alive in some form? Why why is that what the gamers love? What is that? Why why does it become? What if there was like guys before us? Is it what the gamers love or what the game writers love? Because yeah. it's a trope that's pretty easy to fall back on in a lot of games. Where did this I mean, faster just, than light shit come from? Aliens, yeah, man. Who aliens, cares? It's just man. God. It's yeah. just gods, right? Like. Yeah. It's just we're we're just low key saying like, what if these guys had gods, mm -hmm. right? It's yeah. very Jack. Well, it's very what, what if gods our, were just guys? In in yeah. one of our entries today, I know that they 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 did the work. They have all kinds of like fake science behind their shit, except for when it comes to this particular alien race. They're like, I don't know. No one can know. No one knows how they do it. They're just ultra powerful. They've been around long enough. It's like, yeah, that's some godlike shit. Just like, yeah, we don't know. That, we don't know how that it works. It just, it just that alien have a. a season finale this week what? Oh, I, what? I thought you were describing the yoda species is that really something that's going to happen i don't even want to know no 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 I, no, I no. The, the, but the, like george lucas intentionally left the yoda species really vague that's why you've only seen three of them oh, you don't know anything oh, about yeah. them oh, they, were the oh, planet. I see, I see. they came right, before us spoil it. yeah they were they came they were the that's not a spoiler <laughs> that's not a spoiler that's just a, that's a thing that's a uh, that's I don't want to think about Yoda with that like that much baggage on. Is that right? Hmm. No, but you don't. Well, that's have why they to. Now, that, now that you've seen that Grogu is like fifty six years old and still <laughs> yeah. talks like a baby, it explains all his speech patterns. <laughs> it took me years a hundred to get this far. Fucked Yoda and Yaddle did. It's like that, that guy. Um, that guy. He talks as a precursor. Every all his yeah. sentences are precursor sentences. Mm -hmm. you know? That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's good, true. Good way to put it. But uh, yeah, let's let's just jump headlong into this shiz with number five. Who are you? Many names. When I died, it was Minerva. Before that, Merva and Mera. And on and on. The others, too. Juno, who was before called Uni. Jupiter, who was before called Tinia. You are... gods. <laughs> no, not gods. We simply came before. What game or series or species Come on. is this? Is this this is the Assassin's Creed game, yes, man? Oh, this is Michael's specialty. And and you might be asking Michael, as as an employee of Ubisoft, full disclosure, who absolutely loves the Assassin's Creed games and can rattle off about this particular species without even doing any research. Why would you put this at number five? And it's because they are not technically aliens. They really? are terrestrial. They originated yeah. on Earth, and they don't seem to have created any sort of spacefaring civilization. They just stayed here and got super advanced technology and created humans. But you know what? 
in their defense, I'll give them this, like, there's so many people that totally coincidentally, by the way, both do a lot of acid and have seen <laughs> extraterrestrials yeah. in their lives, okay? <laughs> and a lot of those types of experiences that are a lot more on the, like, DMT, psychedelic side of things, don't often describe them as, you know, necessarily extraterrestrial alien beings from another True. world, but rather, you know, pan-dimensional, out-of-time and a knowledge sensed, like you know, universal sense of knowledge altogether. I think that uh, was sort I, I of watched race. Interview with the Blink One Eighty Two guy, and that was literally his description of UFOs. Like, I don't yeah, think they're fucking the aliens. I think it's a time, a dimensional rift. That's yeah. I was just reading an article this week that was theorizing that like aliens are actually time travelers, and that's why they keep coming yeah. back to this oh, yeah. planet. But then also, Alex, re- nah, not recently, but on your show on Illuminati. Tell us about. I brought up this guy. Um, what's his name? Something Thor. The fucking. Oh, uh, oh, Valiant Thor. Valiant Thor, the human-looking guy who's supposed to be from. Was it Venus? He's yeah. he's a he's a Venetian alien. Like, yeah, there there are some aliens that just happen to look human. How how very convenient of them. To yes, look, <laughs> I, I, very I, considerate I, of them. I, I don't. This is neither here nor. But it's funny to me. I don't know how canonical Marvel's Earth X is. But it describes the Asgardians as they're aliens and they came to Earth and they it was what ancient Roman ancient Greek times and they're yeah. worshiping Odin like oh we do all this shit they must be talking about us let's dress like that and really impress them and that's where yeah. Asgard got all its fucking Greco Roman oh. shit from by assuming that's, they were our gods but they're Asgard just aliens isn't Greco Roman though it's yeah, I don't Norse. know whatever. Viking it's Norse, Norse gods. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I mean, that's literally that's literally the fascinating thing about it, right? But like, if you look at the idea of like, uh, you know, us being related to them in some sort of psychedelic end of Evangelion esque yeah, way, right? The idea that uh, like doesn't Desmond like and forget it's been a while. I played mm-hmm. all these games, but I, it's been a while. Doesn't he like ta- like turn around in like? time accurate simulations and speak to characters like across time and space through the animus technology sort of yeah they're they're at the end of assassin's creed 2 which i just played that clip from there is a moment where minerva turns away from Ezio and looks directly into the camera and is like i'm not talking to you i'm talking talking to desmond Mm -hmm. but she looks right at you the player and it like gave me chills it's so freaky yeah it's like that animal man page where animal man looks at you uh, but uh, <laughs> sure, he's like. <laughs> understood that reference. You can't, you can't, you can't see my face, but it, that if you've seen that page, it's, it's spot like, on. It's spot yeah. on. So yeah. for uh, the, yeah, for the longest time, these guys were just known as the first civilization or those who came before. I don't think it. I think it was uh, in Assassin's Creed Syndicate that they first got a real name. Humans were created by we who came before the Isu. We crafted you in our image, but deprived you of our true gifts. You were bred for hard labor, and in extreme cases, war. We built great observatories to monitor you, devices to control you. We blessed you with resilience, but cursed you with ambition. And so you rebelled against us. I suppose we are to blame for the state of your species. Is it any wonder so many of these simulations revolve around violence? 
uh, making a <laughs> statement about video games. So, so wait, the precursors were just billionaires? <laughs> like, uh, basically, that's how Earth well, is set up Yeah, now. the it's two differences like, are that they have three DNA strains instead of two, and yeah, they say against helix. instead of again. That's, that's it. Well, that extra <laughs> DNA strand, yeah, makes you say it that yeah. way. It's weird. That's but the only difference. That They, they have a, like a, a sixth sense of time. So they they can see like it's it's implied that they can see ahead in time that they know things that are going to happen. They're not quite Tralfamadorians that exist in all moments at once. Yeah. Uh, but you know you might be thinking if you haven't played many Assassin's Creed games, I thought these were about hooded dudes in the Renaissance stabbing other dudes. And yes, that is what's happening on the surface level. But all the dudes are fighting over these mysterious artifacts that uh, have the ability to control minds or bring people back to life or various other things. And they are all relics of the Isu civilization who were like these, I think, roughly 10 foot tall humanoids that had a yep. very advanced civilization and they created humans to be their slaves. And eventually, because of uh, crossbreeding between them, there were Isu human hybrids and they were able to defy the mind control and start a rebellion with all the other humans. So they, these, these humans and the Isu start fighting and then they detect that there's a disaster incoming, the solar maxim where basically the sun is going to flare up and toast everything on earth. And this coincides and, with and have an awesome bikini issue. The solar maxim yes, issue. Yeah. Is solar amazing. maxim. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. But totally this, green friendly. Maxim magazine. Like <laughs> but this this coincides with a real-life historical event called the Toba Catastrophe, which happened some 74,000 years ago. Terrible Peter Fonda movie. Yeah, but it was a volcanic eruption that reduced humanity down to less than 10,000 individuals. And in the lore of Assassin's Creed, this this happened in the middle of the human Isu war, and they were too busy fighting against each other to fix it, even though some people were trying. The earth shook for days, the fires burned for weeks, and when the ash had settled, less than 10,000 of your kind still lived, and far fewer of ours. But we carried on, together, to rebuild, to renew. So... Isu and humans, what, what few Isu remain, kept creating hybrids, and eventually the original Isu all died out. The hybrids continue, and all the characters that you play as in Assassin's Creed are of this lineage. They have special uh, abilities. That's why you can see guards red. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and go inside of eagles' mm -hmm. minds. Yeah, the eagle vision. I was going to ask Michael, so the, the Assassin's Creed game I probably put the most time into was Odyssey. Okay. Five. Yes. And in the Odyssey DLC, you see a lot of these Isu in, like, there's, like, a hell-like realm, and then there's, like, a heaven-like, like, an Elysium realm and stuff like that. Like, are those... And they have some, some like, real powerful abilities. Like, are they just super Isu, or is part of that just the simulation making them godlike? I or? think I think part of it is the simulation. Like, it, it is explained to you, like, this is not actual events this is a simulated version uh -huh. of something that the person showing you this stuff went through um and and i think also like 
something they settle up with Assassin's Creed Valhalla is this is all being filtered through the mind of someone of this era, like, you know, through through someone in ancient Greece or someone in the ninth century uh, uh, who's steeped in Viking folklore. So their brain interprets it a certain way that is familiar to them. They are not seeing things as they actually were. That's another uh, legit and like often discussed theory about actual aliens and yes. paranormal stuff in general is that maybe it's all one entity that just serves us something that we accept out of our brains. Like if we're like, secretly, I believe Bigfoot is actually out there and that he's nice and a benevolent person, then mm-hmm. you can like see that in the woods when you need to see something that's not going to blow your mind. Did you guys see that AI, the AI stabilized video of the... Oh, um, yeah. Of the Doesn't look great, film. does it? Here's what I'll say. You can just tell that's a dude yeah. in a suit when they, when they stabilize it. It's like, oh, that <laughs> is a dude in a suit. Just look at the meat on the leg, though. Just hmm. Sort of looks like uh, John Chambers in a Lost in Space suit with a modified belly, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, told you we got to the bottom of this a long time ago. And, uh, a little bit. <laughs> looks a little bit like uh, that. I, I did want to ask, because I have, I don't know that I've, I was very thorough with Assassin's Creed games um, up until three. And... Mm. Yeah, I played a ton of Origins and Odyssey. Do they, the Isu still play a part? In the, oh, absolutely. They're, still there. Yeah, they're, they're even yeah. more so. They're I still think, there. In, in, yeah. in Odyssey, especially like yeah, the last couple games have like gone hard into mythology because the Isu are supposed to be like the actual people who inspired the stories of the gods, and then things just got muddied with history. And like Odyssey, especially like has all these. Like cyclopses and sphinxes and monsters that you can find it feels throughout like, the uh, horizon a little bit, like how they're de- dealing with it, like the oh, they, sure, they, yeah. the kind of like mystique around like is this a god? Like does this count as a god? If you mm-hmm. know the mundane explanation, like is it still a god or is this something? You know, it's like a like, fun like kind of cable TV kind of sci-fi premise. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun, but you know, in the end, it's always like no, it's ancient technology. It's an ancient technology that's creating this Cyclops or possibly the illusion of a Cyclops, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You want to fight the Cyclops or not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. And, and so recently in the recent games, they've been talking about how like, so the Isu, their whole thing was like, we are trying to avoid, we know that this disaster that wiped us out is going to happen again in 2012. And so we build uh, simulations to try and see like, okay, what can we do now that will ensure events unfold in a specific way that prevents this catastrophe from happening? So it's recently, like with Origins, they kind of raised the idea, like, how do you know this is quote-unquote reality and not that you are in one of the ISU simulations? Dude! And, and then you realize, well, of course, if you say the game is like, oh, the whole time it's all been set in a simulation. Well, yes, because it's a video game. It's a simulation that you, the player, are playing. It's been right, a simulation yeah. the entire they've time. Been, they've been clowning on that premise this whole time. Like mm-hmm. they, they've been making video games for the last 10 years yeah. in the universe of the game. And I, I just want to yeah. say a quick note. Uh, that is just speculation on my part. I do not have any inside knowledge into what they're planning for this. So don't go like, oh, Ubisoft employee confirms this. No. Uh, I, I, yeah. yeah. I love actually in 4 where... You get to go to the video game studio, and it's literally just the same part of town as the actual Ubisoft Montreal, but it's yeah. a way nicer building. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, because, like, like, actually, Ubisoft Montreal is like 
kind of old and you know it's an older yeah. beat down building and like no it's it's not this super technological marvel as in the video game yeah but i do have a clip uh talking about the simulation in the simulation we ran thousands of simulations searching for the right version searching for desmond each one of them felt real very real but there's no way of truly knowing is there not for sure Anything can be simulated, and finding the answer could mean erasure from the build, from the code, from everything. So much to ponder and so little computational capacity. Take your time. Yeah, it's, it's saying you have a tiny brain. Um, Searching for Desmond is my favorite sequel to Waiting for Guffman. Christopher <laughs> Guest was spot on in that movie. <laughs> Searching we, for Desmond. So we're, so we're now... So now we're in like season nine of the X Files territory with the Isu mythology now, right? Like it's just kind of, it's just gone to crazy town in every single way, right? Like yeah, it's, it's just it, no, it's always gone to crazy town. Yeah, it's just hijinks yeah. now, right? Like what 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 else did the Isu do? Uh, yeah, well, they, yeah, they created humanity. They created a bunch of artifacts. You know, Juno was a looming villain for a while, and I think they resolved her storyline in the comic books. I think they interfered in the WrestleMania match as part of the bloodline. Hmm. <laughs> the, oh, it's the Isu. They're ten feet tall. Fucking, I loved it when Sami Zayn fought back against the Isu. It's amazing. Yeah, well, like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you had that the whole storyline where, like, so it introduced, I think, in four, the idea of sages who are like Isu who basically coded themselves and their memories and their genes into the human race. Like humans, And yeah. so like every once in a while, like a, a, a basically a reincarnation of one Straight of them Straight out born. of Jupiter Ascending. Same exact plot yeah, as Jupiter Ascending. Isn't it weird to think about like our, the theory of like our, our, our genes are what dominates our personality and they want to pass themselves on. And the mm -hmm. reason why we feel so inclined to leave a legacy, because it's like leaving our genes behind, leaving our history behind. Uh, being as famous as Frank Sinatra or fucking Elvis means your life, everything you did is part of your legacy. It's like being able to animus yourself. It's weird to think about our genes dominating everything we do. Like That's, our uh, genes wanting to live on past Hideo us. Kojima, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Gene versus meme. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, it was some Daniel Quinn shit in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. But anyway, they, they well, you know something, meme Gene. Sorry. <laughs> meme, <laughs> meme Gene Okerlund. Meme Gene. <laughs> oh, but, but anyway, I the point that I was making is in Valhalla, <laughs> you are actually playing mild spoilers, one of these sages, and you keep having these visions of. Uh, Odin in Asgard and, you know, going through Isufied versions of these Norse myths. And yeah, it's, it's like, like you are the sage of Odin, who was like a rebel and part of a different faction of Isu society than the ones we'd seen previously. And Marvel comics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's, he, he tried to prevent the solar maxim, AKA Ragnarok. And that's what that Dawn of Ragnarok DLC is all about. But, uh. mm-hmm. I gotta play that game. That game looks pretty sick. Actually, it, it is. It's pretty cool. It's uh, overwhelmingly huge. That yeah. was my only issue. With that's it. really so that's every video game, game that costs seventy dollars now is just a yeah. mind blow in, in massive, size. Massive. Uh, but anyway, the Isu are great. I love them. But we should move on to number four. How did the Sith ever manage to build something of this scope? The Star Forge wasn't constructed by the Sith, Admiral. We don't have time for me to fully explain it. 
but that space station is far older than you can imagine. Where is this great voice acting coming from? What game? I freaking love old Star Wars, man. Yeah. This is this is Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking of this as old Star Wars is a little bit of a gut punch because when this was not coming out yet, I remember like I. No, wait, I think it might have been the sequel. I went to LucasArts and, like, sat there and played it in front of a tester who just had to watch me wordlessly for hours while I got through this press demo area. Alex, did you mean old Star Wars like this game's old or, like, old Republic-era Star Wars? Mm. I meant, uh, like, Legends-era Star Wars lore. Uh, Okay, so you meant... Pre-Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which they've brought... They've... They basically just re-brought back most of the good stuff from Legends at this yeah, point. Yeah, like, but like, but there's an Old Republic movie coming, TV show, one of something those Something like that, two? yeah. Like there's, they released, it's the weirdest trailer I've ever seen released of anything Star Wars. And it was just, it was it Kathleen Kennedy? We've assembled a team and they just showed you a boardroom with Chirons of the people's names to start thinking about what we're going to do with the Old Republic. There's no footage. There's no story. There's no stars. It was just like, here's a room of us thinking about People the old just Republic. People get excited when things they like make money now. So that's yeah, like but, a like, great trailer. But, it's like, yeah. like coaches. I, I never asked to... this question before, and I don't know if any of us will have an answer. Uh, obviously, uh, KOTOR and KOTOR 2, welcome back KOTOR, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> are, are legends. But, like, but the old Republic is still an active game, is it not? Uh, oh, the, yes, in the most? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. only surviving piece of legends going on, but huh. everything else has been stricken from canon. It's just so, so still it's, going. It, it doesn't matter that much to me, and I imagine it can't still matter to people fucking playing Old Republic ten years on. It's but the like, eternal flame, though, in a way, right? Yeah, but it's it's like ongoing legends. Then, or is it incorporating? This no, it's is still a, that's my question of the week to the audience. Is this some is this canonized? Because it doesn't matter if it's well regarded, Disney will canonize it. Well, like, the Rakata uh, have been have been canonized, sort of. That's yeah. true. They, I think they were mentioned in Andor, and yeah, they they were There's also like crystal. in a magazine post Disney acquisition. Yeah, and the. Finale of Mandalorian, Grogu says it's his least favorite kind of cheese. I was going to say that the, the Italians, the ricotta has, has been you know, oh, canon for years. Oh, this guy with the force over So, Knights of the Old Republic, which, by the way, turns 20 this year. No! Uh, yes! Search your heart, you know it to be true. Uh, but it, it introduces a mystery <laughs> in the form of these star maps that you have to track down, because there's like a Death Star-like space station called the Star Forge that the Sith have control of. 3D and Prince Doomsday Army. Yeah. The only star map I have has Edward Furlong's house circle. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Edward Furlong. Why Edward Furlong? <laughs> he was on that list maybe one year, maybe well, two years in the entire you, history. I mean, how else do you guys think while. the Terminator found him? Hello? The star map is right yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so you're heading down these star maps, and eventually you crash land on this unknown planet, and you find out... That the star maps are actually left behind and the Star Forge itself by these weird hammer-headed aliens called the Rakata. And they you find out talking to one of them, so there there's the, the these two factions of Rakata. There's the warlike black Rakata. I'm Easy. not gonna comment on this, and and the red Rakata who are a little bit more peaceful and technologically advanced. Indian and, or communist. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, you find out talking to them that, uh, oh, we used to have an infinite empire tens of thousands of years ago that spread across the galaxy. We were the first species to discover faster than light travel, and we used it to conquer other planets and uh, spread to the, the four corners of the galaxy. But, you know, we were really big on that whole dark side thing. We really liked the dark side of the Force. And eventually our cruelty was so legendary that uh, we factions started infighting and rebels attacked us. And gradually the Empire collapsed. And we just started being uh, killed off in huge numbers. And we retreated under this planet. And the rest of us all went extinct. And we've only been back on the surface for a few thousand years. And we've learned the error of our ways. And we sound like this. Just imagining a voice actor sitting there in a booth. I mean, okay, what am I reading? <laughs> that is a winky from the Wizard of Oz. That is all. That that is a winky from the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know how to get deeper into that, but that's what it is. So, I wanted to ask you, I guess Michael's the one I know has played it the most recently, and even that was 10 years ago. When it came one, to I was lamenting, I, I think, it was I lamenting that on the show? Like, what the fuck happened to Bioware? Like, well, we, we just said one of the one of the things that they're still working on the old Republic, which uh, means they can't pull yeah. everyone off that to go work on new games. Right? Yeah, I just, so. but I was looking at their their game release schedule and like, you know, ten years ago, they released a game like every eight months. It's been years. They, they got the bodied three dude. years ago. They got bodied by EA, man. Yeah, uh, but that's but what it like, seems like. But the Bioware yeah. bug. Well, they did for some Anthem reason, and that kind of the, the Bioware bug oh, didn't yeah. bite me until Jade Empire, and then really with Mass Effect. And I never went back. To, some I think I had a game crash problem in Kotor. Kotor got remastered, right, or at least re-released. There's, there's yes. a new version of it by Aspire, I think, and then that I kept think getting they, delayed. Yeah. yeah, but then there's like mm. now an actual one, and it yeah, like is a remake. Like going through drama though. There's like no, they, it got studio, canceled temporarily. They, oh, they took it away from Aspire, didn't yeah. they, or some, something? Oh, like that. okay, that's what I was. Yeah, something went wrong, and now they like started from scratch, and it's on track now or something. And it's like I think it's a Sony exclusive or something. I don't remember. Because Aspire for years and years was just they were kind of known in the industry. They're the Mac port house. They right, would do right. all Mac ports of your exactly. favorite games, and, and then they started doing remasters. Yeah, and, and they, I think Stubbs the Zombie might have been one of their only uh, original games. And then, like not not too long ago, I think pretty recently, they came out with a remaster of Force Unleashed. But it was mm-hmm. the Wii slash PS2 version of the Force Your favorite yeah. one, if weird. I recall. Yeah, yeah. I did, they added I did like stuff that. to it. They added, like, features. Like, they had yeah. a PvP mode and what? stuff. What? It was sick. Yeah. Dude, it's, you can place every Jedi that's in the game. PvP. Oh, well, what? I remember the, the original had a PvP. Like, the Wii and PS2 version had a PvP mode. And that, that, like, they ripped off a Rob Smigel joke where uh, if a certain character is fighting Darth Vader, she says, like, which one of those buttons calls for help? I'm like, ah, uh, boy, oh boy. Mm-hmm. We can take it because it's based on us. Yeah, exactly. That's the best. <laughs> so, sort it, of it's, true. Mm-hmm. It's like when Prince yeah. took uh, Dave Chappelle dressed as him and made it his album cover. Like, what, are you, <laughs> yeah. what are you supposed to do about that? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Who do you sue? Who's going to sue? 
but I, I just I, I remember it might have been like ten years ago, maybe when Michael you were at, uh, working on Mac stuff at Mac Life, and you were playing Kotor on the iPad, and you're like, "This is surprisingly amazing to still play." Yeah, I played uh, all the it, way through that iPad version actually. Well, the, it it was just amazing. It's just like, yeah, what this massive RPG from what was then ten years ago, and mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. great on on this flat little portable tablet. Very much has the cyberpunk vibe of like being a tabletop feel mm-hmm. system, like kind yeah, of. Yeah, it didn't have real combat. It was it was sort of MMO ish, right? You would just walk up close to an enemy and start dancing, and that would well, do it was damage it to was turn based, right? yeah. but it it felt real time. I remember, uh, and I, I remember people saying that, but also agreeing with that because, like, yeah, it feels like I'm actually doing stuff, but it just runs. I'm, I'm and putting you can in pause commands. it whenever you want. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's all rolls on the back end. It's just yeah. just like it's doing math on the back end. I, I yeah. just it's why we started the sick of Star Wars thing because I keep going back and forth like Last Jedi, yay! Rise of Skywalker, yick! Uh, Mandalorian, yay! Boba Fett book. Gross. <laughs> Andor, woo! And then the last episode of Mandalorian, like, yeah, man, I can't escape this. I, I, I want more right now. And that's what I was thinking This when I accidentally woke up at 8 a.m. and started watching Mandalorian. Like, I want more Star Wars right now. And I haven't watched Mandalorian yet. I'm, I've been putting it off. Yeah, I need to reason. watch it. It's been a I weird season. It, it's, been, it's been very weird. But it's like, I think to its credit, it doesn't mind being hyper-focused on itself even though we kind of cream our genes when they bring back a character we remember they kind of like don't really they didn't really focus on that that se- this season there was a lot less of that really yeah that's exciting i really like it at best when it's just like a cowboy story yep. yeah. yeah and there there's a, a, i think it, it, being able to reflect on it now this is a much more interesting story even though like if you read stories like 50% of the audience has dropped off this show and people are really bitching about it. But like Andor and uh, Andor and Man- this season of Mandalorian shows how complex and nuanced this universe can be. And I, I hate prequels. And just when the old Republic yeah. came out, there was like that aspect to it. And I just, Oh, do I go it's back? It's very different. It's very different. It's very free. It's very yeah. like in that world where they were using it, as more of a genre bender than like mm. a real time thing where they're like, it's like fantasy. Like sometimes the fucking lightsabers plug in, even though that is like the dumbest shit ever. It's like <laughs> sick as hell. Like, just look at how cool this looks like. Don't worry about it. And the ricotta really? Yeah. The ricotta yeah. are, are like, uh, uh, like a Warhammer 40 K race in star Wars. They don't belong in the like current texture of star Wars, but it works in this old school sense because they're like old. They're like brutal. They're like uh, an ancient race. They're supposed yeah. to be kind of like the Roman Empire or something. Or yeah, the and and it was Romulans or the Klingons or something. Yeah, it was striking. Number one, because like yes, you ha- like Star Wars deals with these spans of time that are like ridiculously long. Like I think Knights of the Old Republic is like five thousand years before the Battle of Yavin. Something ridiculous like something, that. Yeah, something and, intangible. And they're still hyper advanced. So you have a society that has been spacefaring for millennia. And, you know, when when Star Wars first came out, it was just like, yeah, there's a big galaxy-wide empire. How did it get there? Nobody cares. It's there. And and so 
we just sort of always assumed like, yeah, it's just somehow always been like that. We don't need to think too hard about how it got it's that D&D. way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, it was also a really lived in universe. Yeah. Like the originals yeah. felt old and lived in. And that was the point. It wasn't new and shiny and we didn't care where it came from. Cause right. it was like, it's meant to feel slightly dingy, but please, sorry. I but, interrupted you. but then KOTOR comes along and it tells you like, okay, here's how it got started. It got started with these guys called the Rakata that nobody remembers. And, you know, <laughs> tens of thousands of years ago, they Come were on. responsible for establishing galactic civilization. And then everybody hated them and killed them. And now we don't talk about them anymore. Chris, Chris, do me a favor. Do the uh, Tony Soprano bit about Columbus, but with the Rakata instead. <laughs> uh, what, what was the bit about Columbus? They fucking discovered this country, and <laughs> you will pay him the respect he deserves. Remember when he's, he's getting mad at his kid? We're soldiers. We don't go to hell. Where are Romans? Where are the Romans on? You're fucking looking at him. The only difference is you have eyes coming out of the side of their heads like a hammerhead You're shot. Just, it's a better Tony Soprano than I have. Alex just was like... Did it out of nowhere. God damn it. This sucks. I don't do anything good. <laughs> hate this. All right. Uh, the, the Ricotta are pretty cool, but let's move along to... Number three. If you haven't mastered even these primitives, then man has not attained the mantle. Their ascendants may yet be prevented. Time was your ally, human. But now it has abandoned you. The foreigners have returned. Ah, yes. Oh, hell yeah. That's, that's the name of the, the species, but what game series is this? So this is Halo, and I do I hate to correct an ancient alien type guy, but like, is Master Chief, I mean, I know technically he's human, but he's, it's a cheat because he's like a super uh, genetically superior human. He's like, what is he, like eight feet tall and shit yeah, like he's that? he's like a like Warhammer he, Space Marine shoved into another basically, universe. He's a Prometheus. <laughs> he's basically David from Prometheus going yes. to the space jockey and getting his head bashed against the wall. Hmm. In a way. Kind of. I, I did <laughs> I did not know. I, I meant the wh- the white guys from Prometheus. The guy who looked like a <laughs> oh yeah from that adult sw- frisky dingo show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Prometheuses. Uh, the, yeah, the, the Prometheus. very smooth. Sure. Got yes. those very smooth. Who started gentlemen. life on in mm-hmm. Iceland with yeah. the uh, for fun whatever fruit that was. <laughs> <of the end. laughs> but but Halo, yeah, universe that has never been shy about having too many alien races to keep track of. Um, mm-hmm. When did they need to establish it? Was it four that the Forerunners came about? Like I don't even remember. It was when, when the they switched to Three Four Three Studios because they didn't want to like use Bungie's really? notes to keep telling their sto- story, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's got to be yeah. what it was. I mean that that's mm-hmm. when the actual Forerunner aliens appeared. Uh, before that, it was kind of suggested uh, as recently as Halo Three that the humans themselves might be the Forerunners. Yeah, it's like Mary- you are the child of my makers. Inheritor of all they left behind. You are Forerunner. But this ring is mine. Did you say like Marathon? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's like a thing Bungie always has. Even Destiny has like this sort of dynamic in it of like uh, the civilization on a cycle and like, Mm. you know, things like this thing where the Forerunners are going to replace themselves with like a baby version of themselves. 
Uh, Destiny sort of combines lore from Halo and Mass. We're talking about Bioware and Mass Effect in that it, it um, it's like humans start to travel the solar system, sort of ruin it, and then actually Destiny applies with this list as well because the Traveler is sort of an ancient alien that you don't really know much about, and I think even up until the latest update, it's like. Is it actually a benevolent source, or is the traveler sort of evil? Or you never right. really know. Like it's, right. but uh, it's, that's the deal with the forerunners. I thought that was so, kind of where it was headed so, for sure. It's so fucked up to think about. If you remember what our highways looked like in the eighties, like just before anti-littering campaigns, if we mastered interstellar travel, like Hill Valley, nineteen eighty-five, warp, <laughs> warp stretch, big Big Mac styrofoam container going like ninety-five <laughs> kilometers, like that's what space would look like. <laughs> <laughs> They're just fucking assholes. Like, we would ruin interstellar travel, wouldn't we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love, I love the relationship between the ancient alien and the the humans. As like, you were the promised child, and now there's like right. some question about that. That's mm. kind of an interesting thing. But I don't know. It just felt like Halo kind of just switched tracks out of nowhere in the middle of their story because of the like studio switch. Which I don't think it's necessarily bad, but it's just kind of like. It changed the it changed the vibe with the forerunners a little bit. Didn't I, it? Yeah. I oh think, no! It, think... it, it 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 was trying to answer the question like what happens after you finish the fight, which was the whole thing about three was finish the fight, mm-hmm. and then it's four is like well it's not quite finished yet because we need another sequel. So I guess we need new enemy race. It just to felt fight a lot and... less uh, high concept than it was. Just that's how it felt. Yeah. Yeah. But the I I, I think that like I I said that on a previous episode. I think the history of Halo as a mega franchise is going to be, that's going to make for the best documentary we've ever seen. Yeah. When people start talking about it, because whatever Michael's about to talk about, I imagine is fleshed out somewhere in the novels and comic books that like when Microsoft was like, no, we're pushing this series. Whereas when three, four, three took over, it just seemed like, well, we have halo. We can just make a halo game. But like, there really was a lot of halo content when you were really, trying to get in the game industry and then once you solidified yourself you sort of like eh, we'll always have halo and then here we are now with project leads leaving on and, the ropes yeah uh, yeah like uh, on the verge of death well, well it's, it's a shame because that it's, it's a shame because that game is really good it's really good but it, it's it, good. i don't know it's a great campaign i don't know if it does for halo fans what it does for me because i never cared about the story at all I was like, oh, look, reptile Ewoks who run with grenades weird. Yeah. Um, I never I never did early either, but uh, doing research for this, I kind of went down a little bit of a rabbit hole. And like, and now I'm interested just to f- discover more of the lore. Because, uh, so, the Forerunners, if you don't know Halo, they created the Halos. They built Toyota which, Tough. The, the, the Halos are like these <laughs> planet-sized rings <laughs> with, like, Earth-like <laughs> atmospheres and terrain. And uh, they're really part of a weapons array that was fired like thousands of years ago, thousands of years ago, thousands of years ago to to eliminate the the flood by eliminating all sentient species within range, thereby depriving the flood, who are these zombie creatures of their food and uh, stopping them from spreading. And pretty uh, Doctor Who ish, actually. Yeah, in 4 we find out that, like, oh, the ancient spacefaring humans were actually an enemy of the Forerunners. They, I I think, rebelled. But the humans had encountered the Flood and were trying to eliminate it 
and we're going around and blowing up uh, Forerunner colonies and planets where it had spread to because it's like, we don't have time to warn everybody. We need to purge this planet now before it spreads further. And uh, the Forerunners, of course, took this as an act of war and uh, started fighting against them. And I guess humans were actually allied with the, the prophets, the, uh, the guys who run the Covenant uh, at the time. and The little dudes in the floaty chairs. Exactly. But uh, they lost, and uh, as, as punishment, they were basically reduced to a Stone Age culture. The humans' actions threatened the galaxy, yet we have treated them as the mantle required. Their punishment is just. Justice is reducing their genetics in such short generations from a space-bearing race to this? They are closer now to the animals they behaved as. Yeah, so they, they literally bombed us back to the Stone Age. Built waffle houses everywhere. Yeah, that, that, these two Forerunner characters, the Didact. <laughs> we will teach them to fight. Build yeah. waffle houses. <laughs> Gladiator. <laughs> Gladiator arenas, the waffle house. But, yeah, the, the Didact and the Librarian, uh, the, the, who are a married couple. The Didact wants to wipe out humanity. The Librarian is like, no, they have great potential. They were actually just trying to kill the Flood. We should preserve them. great people, Kal-El. They wish them. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so, so she's like, you know what? Fuck it. The humans are the reclaimers now. Uh, we're going to anoint them our successors after we wipe out ourselves and all other sentient life in range. Spend these ages ahead of you in meditation on your choices. When you wake, you will find the humans. I have ensured that they will grow strong and vibrant. They will be our rightful heirs. Their gene plan dictates that the galaxy will be theirs to care for. Find the strength to help them learn from our mistakes. Find the strength to kick your ass. Uh, I, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking figuring game out pass. What, Yeah, I'm figuring out what part of the Halo problem is. It's that this, I think, was 4. 4 was really yes. leaning into this. And then this became the B-plot to the fucking Cortana's going the crazy AI gone wrong. And it's like they were trying to do too many stories at the same time they're just like fucking pick a lane dude like mm -hmm. or, or like maybe they, they change creative directors it, it's like they, they should have just stuck with this and rode this out for the next trilogy like yeah we're gonna explore this backstory of the yeah, universe it, in halo it, correct it's me so if I'm weird wrong. i remember we were doing a podcast back remember when they launched waypoint dude yeah waypoint waypoints where you'll get all things halo the new halo tv show which never happened mm, new yeah. halo content which never happened then it did and no one uh, watched it like it's still out we can go watch a halo tv show right now it's i've and been we won't. i put it on my taxes i've been subscribed for over a year and have not watched one frame of the fucking halo tv <laughs> it's show. pretty it's pretty is, weird is that uh, on paramount yeah. or peacock it's on one of the paramount. paramount yeah it's pretty weird yeah uh but correct me if i'm wrong mm -hmm. isn't there like an ancient alienception going on here how do you mean like, isn't there also, like, a forerunner to the forerunner? Yes, I'm so glad yes. you segued to oh, that. I was trying yes, to squeeze yes. a, a, that in somewhere. So, yes, the before the forerunners, there were the, the two precursors. The <laughs> it was the RAV4. Yeah. No, it was the precursors oh who were basically amorphous Lovecraftian Elder God-style beings that, like, existed on a level of sentience beyond our comprehension and who 
went around seeding the galaxy with life as part of a big experiment. And uh, so that all this talk of the mantle that you're hearing in these clips is like the mantle of responsibility for being the, the galaxy. Boss. Like you, you are supposed to be protect, protecting yeah. all life. Yeah. The galaxy police. And uh, the precursor or not the, the forerunners, when they found their way to the precursors, they find out that like, oh, yeah, the precursors have decided we're not worthy of the mantle and they're going to wipe us out. So we need to wipe them out. And as, as a survival mechanism, like the precursors had this thing where like we can just turn into dust and be dormant for Sick millions plan. of years until someone wakes us back up and then we can resume our forms. But they were in this form for so long that they went crazy and became this. What? What is that? I, I am a monument to all your sins. So that, that is the grave mind. So the precursors... These sure look like big straws. Yes, yes. <laughs> The, the precursors, their remains became the flood. After after the forerunners had killed them off, they became the flood. Humans discovered them. They got infected. The flood started spreading. The humans tried to wipe them out. The forerunners mostly wiped out the humans uh, and then discovered the flood. And now they're fighting the flood. And now they're like, okay, well, we have to kill ourselves and everyone else. But the humans... Maybe uh, if we let them succeed us, eventually they'll be able to destroy the flood. And uh, so the it's Jerry it's a Lundergaard whole of the galaxy. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I look. I'm, I'm going to do this as Tony Soprano, but they name themselves a fucking precursor. It's like saying you're going to be wiped out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no one will take care of the precursors. We no one will defeat the forebearers. What? <laughs> like you're destined to die. Yeah, go on like, forever. Wait, this entry is a precursor. You're gonna have deja vu later in this list because there's a lot of similarities. Oh, to, we're uh, gonna have deja vu right the fuck now. Number two. What was your civilization like before the Reaper attack? We were the dominant race of our cycle. We ruled the galaxy. My studies indicated you were the only race engaged in space travel at the time. I always found that curious. We were one empire composed of many subjects. All eventually called themselves Prothean. What if they didn't want to? They weren't given a choice. Kind of like the Romans that way. Like, subjects of the Roman Empire tended to think of themselves as Roman, even if they were living in England or France or wherever, Libya. So is there a central species... Yes, there, there is a central species, the Protheans. They die in, in, in did we Mass say Effect. what this is in? Mass Thank Effect. You. This is Mass Effect. Oh, yeah. This, that's yeah. the one with the four eyes, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yes. they have died out 50,000 years before the events of the game. They've left behind these Mass Effect relays that allow for uh, faster than light travel. And uh, they, you know, you find one of them, like the last survivor of the Protheans in Mass Effect 3, who's named Javik. Among my people, there were avatars of many traits, bravery, strength, cunning, a single exemplar for each. Which are you? The embodiment of vengeance. I am the anger of a dead people, demanding blood be spilled for the blood we lost. Only when the last Reaper has been destroyed will my purpose be 
fulfilled. Yes. No other reason to exist. Going to go and extract a bunch of blood from these robots in space. Somebody needs a Snickers. I sound like a space African. (laughs) (laughs) No, but this... this shit gets there are layers to the oh, Mass Effect precursor no, alien it's, shit. It's there are so many layers. So, you know, the oh. the Protheans disappeared fifty thousand years previously because they were wiped out by the Reapers, who are these giant uh, mollusk like alien robots that like they they hang out outside the galaxy until a civilization has become sufficiently advanced, and then they move in and they harvest it by killing everybody. They're like elder gods. Yeah, like yeah they don't kinda. Even, they can just fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah, robotic elder gods. And, you know, major lore spoilers for the first game ahead, so be warned. The Mass Effect relays were not actually built by the Protheans, which, which is like, that's that's what you're thinking for, like, most of at least the first game. They, they were actually built by the Reapers as a way to hop in really quickly. And it turns out... Again, we've got an ancient alienception because the Protheans are predated by the Reapers and the Reapers, spoilers for the Leviathan DLC in Mass Effect 3, were created by these guys. So, if you didn't get the DLC for Mass Effect 3 Leviathan, you missed out on some key fucking lore. Uh, This is what people really should have been upset about with Mass Effect. Not the fucking ending of 3. It's locking off key plot shit behind DLC. I don't think I actually know what you're talking about right now. So, the, the Reapers, it turns out, were created by a millions of years old species called the Leviathans. And the Leviathans are basically gigantic organic reapers. They, they have that, that mollusk shape and uh, they, they created, they, well, they, they inadvertently created the reapers. They created an intelligence to preserve life because like, okay, we're, we're on a level above all these lesser species. We don't really care what they do, but if we leave them alone, they eventually, their technology gets too advanced. They create machines that then kill them. And uh, we really want to preserve our subjects because they need to keep paying us tribute. And so they create this machine intelligence that is tasked with preserving all life at any cost and of course, it blows up in their fucking face. Oh, the irony! One purpose: preservation of life. That purpose is not being fulfilled. It directed the Reapers to create the mass relays to speed the time between cycles to greatest efficiency. The galaxy itself became an experiment. Evolution, it's true. Will it ever end? finds what it's looking for the harvest will continue so ba- the blue harvest yeah basically the the intelligence is saying like all right in order to preserve life i need to allow for the creation of a species that is sufficiently advanced 
that it will not create the technology to destroy itself. Right. That has not happened yet. So every time it thinks a species is on the verge of destroying itself, it moves in the reapers to speed up the job so that the next crop of species can evolve and it can try again. So it's, it's yeah, just it, it a basically lets lesser. It lets lesser forms of life live, like little slimes that mm -hmm. eventually evolve. And, and the galaxy, not the universe, the galaxy is basically on like, is it a 50,000 year timer? Like Roughly that, that yeah. And that, yeah, they, the Reapers. And so I think what it is, is the Protheans, they're just from like the last cycle, mm -hmm. right? It, it's like, they're they're not that old in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. It's like, oh, you were just the most recent people to get wiped out. It's Yeah. So, of course, the, the intelligence, the first thing it does is right, wipe out the Leviathans by... Stealing their genetic material and creating the Reapers in their image. And uh, so the, the Reapers try to wipe out the Leviathans. The Leviathans very effectively go into hiding. Uh, you find one in the Leviathan DLC and it is very upset about it. But it agrees that like, yeah, I guess fighting the Leviathans is a good thing. But not for you, just because we want to do it. Uh, yeah. 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 And the Leviathans and are so old and powerful, they can like psychically control other beings, mm -hmm. just similar to what we were saying about the Halo. Yeah. Again, like Lovecraftian they, they can't control the original, yeah. the original voice cast to come back and say anything. Joker just nods mm -hmm. at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, like, it just nods in the subtitles say Seth Green is very expensive. Seth Green, Seth is, not Green a, is very busy with yeah. the yeah. seventh season of Robot mm -hmm. Chicken and can't yeah. talk to you. Uh, it's, it's just. There's too much. It's too mm -hmm. much. It's like, yeah, the just the premise of the every 50,000 years and not really knowing where the Reapers came from, that was enough for me. I didn't need to know that this Leviathan race existed and all this stuff. And yeah, the, the layers of aliens is... Eh, and yet yeah. you're pissed off that you didn't know that because you didn't get well, the DLC. Now, I think, I think it says something that's so much sci-fi, and actually we're going through this right now on our planet. Um, yeah. We have a debate going on, like, should we continue with AI research? Because we know... As human beings, we the one thing we know about ourselves is how terrible we are. Mm -hmm. And we have a secret, a sneaking suspicion that appears in a lot of fiction. It is now being discussed in a very real way. If we actually ever created AI, probably the first thing it would determine would be best for the planet is to subjugate or destroy mankind in some way, shape, or form, because really we're the problem. Like we it's like we have this thing we right. sort of know about ourselves as a species. And it's like that appears over. And over in all of these stories is like, it may, it may maybe man being the problem or it may be this ancient alien race, but it really it's a proxy for like how we actually feel about ourselves as a species. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, we ruin shit. Like yeah. Chris's favorite sci-fi series, Planet of the Apes, is about how humans yep. fuck shit up, right? Like it's, uh, yep. yeah, that, that's Leviathan a recurring theme. The they should just have a DLC where he's like, what don't you understand? It is a metaphor. It's a fucking metaphor. None of this is real. It's just supposed to make you think. Get your wheels turning. Please use my space subway. <laughs> you're playing just, a video game. I mean, it's you're living in a simulation. Don't overthink it, you dumbass. <laughs> um, yeah. it, it, the, the Leviathan DLC was controversial for a reason. I think when we talk about like when anything has DLC, like they can't answer consequential questions in DLC because the majority of fans won't see it. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think Leviathan was kind of... Because it's like, they had two other pieces of DLC that weren't important at all. It was just it, it expands, it expanded on your relationships with characters. It felt like it, almost like a reaction to the to the response to the end of the game. Yeah, it did. It felt like and, Metal and, Gear Solid 4 where he's like, fine, here's your fucking answers. 
Hmm. And just like when I remember like the old interface of the 360, you scroll through like a, a battle pack, 24 credits, uh, this DLC, Leviathan. Oh, that's super important. And then like you would never have any indication. Like if you care about the story, this is one of the 700 things this. you should pay for in the list. Right, right. Yeah. Or you need to buy 18 cases of Mountain Dew and redeem enough yeah. codes or whatever the fuck they <laughs> or, they Or you buying. can just get the remastered edition and, and all this is included. Yeah, and that, that, that's what I almost did. It's on Game Pass, it's a, or it was on Game I think it's still If, if I could Pass. just say, Michael, this is like one of my favorite episodes I've ever just sat and listened to of Vigicant. Oh, yeah. At this point. Because <laughs> like, I, I love, uh, maybe it's just Alex or maybe it's just my love of Aliens, but like, I love this shit. These, these are all my favorite games for the most part mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm so happy with this yeah. I love talking about it well, Alien the number one is a doozy yeah. it's one of my favorites. well before we segue uh, I know the Protheans aren't really the, the ancient ancient aliens but uh, we did get this line after finding one hey Hannah I remember your kind when you were still minnows in the ocean this one is unworthy this one has seen the face of an enkindler they consider your kind to be their gods. A pity we did not teach them to speak better. Oh, this on the Hanars. Fucking own schooled you. And isn't yeah. it like the Protheans are the collectors and then like yes, something the, happens the where collectors they break free? are basically like Protheans who got enslaved by the Reapers and modified over millennia and... Uh, but I, th- I think you might be able to break that control and recruit them. You can. Yeah, like something happens where they will fight yeah. on your side and fight for your army if there's, the spell is broken, the control gets broken, that the Protheans will fight on your side in the big battle or whatever that you were, had to play the fucking iPhone game or whatever to build up your forces. That shit was so dumb. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it was so I dumb. Still, I, still, uh, I did warn everybody wanna... there would be spoilers. <laughs> I mean, it's the time has passed, right? Yeah. Like we're We're way past it, right? You think mm-hmm. so? Yes. I still, I still stubbornly want to play that Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm. I never, uh, I never played it. I, I started it, and I, yeah, it it's, it's on my GameCube. It's like it's not as terrible as people say it is. I can't it's imagine just not that it Mass is. Effect. I can't imagine. It's not it's Mass probably, Effect. It's probably fun. Like I, you know, I, 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 yeah, I bought, I bought it okay. day one, and um, man, this guy runs really stupid. The Mako, ew! <laughs> Why is this here? Uh, oh, uh, because it's new Star Trek, is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, we were talking about that on 302010 that, like, Star Trek is the shit and it's not appreciated. And then cut to now. There are seven Star Trek concurrent shows on the air. And they're all and weird. I have not, yeah. I, I cannot, I, I, I have not been able to get into any of them. Star Trek goes uh, in cycles like that, though, because when we were kids, right as it's true. TNG was wrapping up, they had Deep Space Nine, then they had Voyager, Voyager. then they had Enterprise. Like, it, it tends to go, it wanes, ebbs, and flows. Well, you know what else goes in cycles? Oh. I thought I was going to say women. <laughs> I would uh. Melancholy tune. Music telling us to wrap it up. The universe is about to end. So what is this? We should use this music to close out every episode of we VGA. Should. Like when that music kicks on, <laughs> that's the wrap up music. Like, all right, we got we got five yeah, more minutes. They should start playing this. it at the game awards next time someone goes into a really long acceptance speech. No, it would always have to be the Mario you have hundred seconds left. Uh, okay. By seconds we well, mean whatever the more metric stressful. version of that. Yeah. This that's is more stressful than the Outer Wilds say. music. They always say people. This is a game people always say, "Dude, 
I want to come to LA one day and try some weed and just play through Outer Wilds, man. And <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why this game has that vibe for so many people. Like it's I mean, and it's a fantastic game, but it has it's a such bad a, idea. Uh, yeah, it just has such a spiritual. Uh, it's yeah. like journey for a lot. You know that game. Spiritual is a great it, way to describe it. But it's a it. very it's a puzzle game that does require some a lot thinking. of reading. And if you're if you're too stoned, you're not going to get very far in Outer Wilds. <laughs> I like at suck all. at reading stoned. Holy yeah. shit! I mean, the, this is number one on the list because this whole game is patterned around following in the footsteps of the ancient aliens who left all this stuff scattered across your tiny little solar system. The Outer Wilds, by the way. Yeah, yeah we did say yeah, the Outer yeah. Wilds, but it's it's like... No, just Outer Wilds. The Outer World was... I think Outer Wilds doesn't have the the. I always uh, get those. Okay, you're right. It's, you're right. it's, it's one of those horrible mistakes that, in game industry. That was the one where Outer Wilds and the, the Outer Worlds, and there's so much confusion that we had a guest on to talk about Outer Wilds, and they're like, oh, I thought this was going to be about Outer Worlds. Like, yep. oh, yep. sorry. No. Bye. <laughs> exactly. They were both Game of the Year contenders. Yeah. They were up there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, but Outer Wilds, yeah, it's it's a game where you are part of a a, a species that you you live in like you know uh, log cabins, but you've discovered space travel in your wooden ships, and you go out into it. your you, like you, you live in like a little prince planet. Yeah, you, you, you know, look like, like the it. aliens from the the Explorers movie with Ethan Hawke from back uh, in the day. Like are, you are that alien. A Pixar short from the beginning of yep. the movie. Mm -hmm. Yes, I yep. uh, yes. So you go out. And a spaceship's so janky. It's yeah. like it's like this like hastily slapped together. Yeah, it's wooden it's, spaceship. It's a shitty lunar lander, basically. Yeah, and you yeah, have to yeah, fly yeah. around your thirty kilometer wide solar system like this, and you are discovering artifacts and messages left behind by the Nomai, who were this strange. Uh, they looked like three eyed goats. Uh, th this race of aliens that had come to your solar system. I think close to a million years before. And as, as you're tracking them down, you find out all these messages saying like the universe is dying. We can already see the beginnings of it. You know, it's, it's crumbling around us. We are trying to flee as sections of the universe collapse in on themselves and leave nothing behind. And we found this little place. So we're going to seed it with a bunch of cryptic clues and hope that some other spacefaring race will discover it, possibly 22 minutes before everything ends. And uh, if they're lucky, they'll find this statue first. And it will basically save their game at this moment in time. So that this mm -hmm. is where they will always return, like a few minutes before this. I'm going to say, that the playing Ghostwire and, and this and that other game of the year content. Top five games where statues look at you when you touch them. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Yeah. It's so creepy. I hate it. I this fucking hate it. Forgotten City. Part of the genius of this game is it... There are so many kind of creepy moments like that that'll kind of scare you if you're not expecting them. Like yeah. when that shit, when that statue first kind of looks at you, you're like, "Whoa, yes, what the sucked. fuck just well, happened?" I was, there? I, like, my, I, maybe I was high, but like it fucking like I stood up. Fuck. Well, oh. there, then there's the quantum. There's like quantum tech that is part of the puzzle solving in this game, where like every time you turn around, it does a very video gamey thing. 
it just moves an asset in the environment. So like, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this rock that was here is now going to be there. And it's playing on the Schrodinger's cat thing of like, oh yeah, you can never really predict where or when a thing is simultaneously. It's either one or the other. And so it, but then, um, well, I guess you'll get to the DLC part because the DLC part is, is also related to this ancient alien yeah. race. And so after, after you solve the mystery of this ancient alien race or, or, or don't, it's so well thought out, and it's so it's much smarter than I all, am. Like, it's just all there to explain this one concept to you, and yeah. when you understand it, the game is over. And that's like it. It's, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. it's yeah, even we, more of a metaphor than Mass Effect. You're like following in the footsteps of a race that like was all about exploring, and then you have to like use science to discover. It's it's great. But yes, the, the echoes of the IDLC, as I was trying to get into earlier, establishes that there is another group of ancient aliens who also came to your solar system and uh just they they show up in an invisible space station called the stranger that's like this ring world but like with white water rafting on our hands for (laughs) i was gonna say they can only feel half the spaceship (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ But yes, you will you will find a bunch of corpses in this world and eventually you will figure out how to get into this strange nightmare world where like everything's dark, you have a lantern and uh spoilers again, you will meet patrolling aliens and if they see your lantern, this will happen. <laughs> Uh, they will pick you up and get in your face, and they are these creepy, like, owl-faced with deer antlers, fucking nature, wood spirit, wendigo-ass aliens, and they will blow out your lantern and you'll be back in the real world. Get out okay. of our scene from Inception. Yeah. But it's, it's, it becomes a horror game. Yeah, That's yeah. the genius. Yeah, get, get out of our nightmare yeah. world. You're not welcome here. That This game flips back and forth between, like, uh, being something quirky and, like, portal-like humor into, like, I'm terrified. It's I'm fucking it, terrified. It, this so came out around things. Halloween. It, it came out around Halloween, and it was... Ter- it's it's meant to be, like, a little horror module, and the, the, the brilliance of it, it, it all takes place within the confines of that original game. You just have to yep. go to kind of a new planet that you that wasn't... For reasons you couldn't see before, and, and you find kind of this abandoned base from those aliens, and you're... And you're trying to reconstruct again what happened to them so it's like you're reconstructing what happened to this second ancient alien mm-hmm. race it's, it's a, like another piece of the puzzle yeah uh yeah, yeah. did you guys uh, see the new uh what's that game that was like a dark souls like and the guy has all the tattoos on his face and they're remaking it uh i think it's called oh, lords geez. of the fallen mm-hmm. like that. oh yeah yeah it, it right, was until yes. recently called the lords of the fallen now and it's just lords the, of the fallen like the original lose the the bro uh yeah justin timberlake walked in yeah. like they, uh, they, they have this, like, other realm that you, like, go to when you die that's, like, a dark realm, and you have to, like, kind of, like, fight your way out of it, and it's, like, a very similar, uh, sort of scariness, if you will. The gulag? Yeah, it's kind of like the gulag, but, like, kind of <laughs> also, like, the fields of, you know, where, uh, Maximus goes through and you strokes the wheat at the end of Gladiator. Elysium. Yeah, yeah, the fields of Elysium. There we go. It's a, it's a mix between those two places. And uh, that, if you want to know how old I am, just listen to that reference. <laughs> it's a good one. It's yeah. a good one. But Born in 1992. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, old, I'm older than that. Hmm. 
They're making a sequel to that movie, and most people are probably too young to know why that shouldn't be a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I want them to just go with the original, the original idea. Yeah, they're just going to keep this a similar name, but it's going to be about an unrepentant cannibal. It's going to be called "Glad He Ate Her." <laughs> oh God! Wow! I, I stole that I, joke from a doofus comic strip. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I I don't care. What the Gladiator sequel? As long as it has Oliver Reed in it, I'm mm-hmm. as long as it has one gun in it, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's Oliver Reed doing these days? Uh, Not much. Posing in CGI masks. Nice, nice. Oh, all right. Well, that is our top five. This game is great. Ancient you should go, you should yeah. go to the really good. I don't want to talk about it too much. It's like hard to talk about without feeling yeah. like I'm ruining something. Pro- about probably going to go back and and delete a bunch of spoilers from this conversation because it's that good. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I encourage everybody to play it. Is it is it on Game Pass finally? Or no, it, 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 it goes in and out. It it left and then it came back. It might be I gone again. I think it's on PS Plus uh, right Ooh, now. Oh uh, shit! One of the what a coup! One of there the, you go. What a coup! And then you just have to buy the DLC at that point, yeah. which is separate. All right. Well, um, that's been our top five. On that note, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some news, some other stuff. So stay tuned. Get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash lasertime. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. 1978, they're shooting Superman 1 and Superman 2 back-to-back. I'm kind of becoming comic obsessed in the early to mid 80s. I think Superman 3 is on the verge of coming to video, but basically I could just rent the first two over and over again. So I watched those over and over and over again. And to me, they they warm my heart. And by the time the Donner cut came out in, what are we talking, 06? Coin- 06, I think, yeah. To coincide. Like, I watched it and, like, you know, I read this is technically better. I was a little kid, I didn't know what happened. I didn't want this version. It, I felt nothing when I saw it because, like, this is just not the n- nostalgic version I have for Superman. And Steve has an, an experience I'd like to talk about. It's hard to call any of these movies good because they're all bad and pee in the eye of Superman and, and everything you know about it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. And welcome back to our second segment where we're going to dive headlong into a bunch of games that we haven't played except for this one, which is... Yes, the game that we've played is the new releases jingle. No, it's Minecraft Legends. It's legends. Or possibly Leg Ends. Minecraft Feet. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Finally. No more squares. Yeah, so this game's on Game Pass right now. Chris, Chris you played it, right? We both have yes, had some but time I, but with this I, bad boy. 
I, I couldn't play it, and I'll tell you why in a second. But okay. you're just so I played. I played it on PC, and uh, how did I describe it to you guys? So like, I guess it's a few years ago now. They came out with Minecraft Dungeons, right? Which at the time I played, and I'm like, wow, it feels like a dungeon crawler, like a Diablo for babbies, right? It, which I get. Like they're, they're they basically are like, hey, we're trying to transition people out of just playing Minecraft and into other genres Hmm. and i think that's what this game's supposed to be it's like hey what if tower defense but for babbies in minecraft it's because it's like well at least so far in the game it's very simple tower defense mechanics and it's just but again so they did learn one lesson that dungeons didn't learn which is like the whole draw at least to a lot of people like myself about minecraft is building shit like Mm -hmm. i'm there to Get resources and build some crazy shit and basically okay. have video game Lego, yeah. right? I see that. I didn't think about that. That makes sense to me. Yeah. So Dungeons doesn't have that, really. There, I think there's a town building mechanic. I'm like, going to put you, you know, in a caulking gun and you can suck up things you're close to, but you're in a hallway all the time. So Legends has building in that you have to like gather wood, stone, other resources to build the things that you're defending the towns from the piglins with, right? Which is the enemy from the nether nether realm or whatever in, in Minecraft. And Chris, I think you said it. You're like, man, this game really assumes you know a lot about Minecraft lore, which it kind of does. But at the same time, it, well, not, you don't not really lore. It's just like much. I haven't played Minecraft in maybe ten years. That feels oh, insane so to say. It's so different now, though. Like, but but game, I've never played it game. on a console with a controller, and it's like hold down the L button and then hit the right cursor and then hit this button and then hit the L. Like, it's like twenty input commands to to, to do a proper noun thing I've never heard of. But it's clearly it, very, it looks. It always looks very PC to me. I don't know. Yeah, Minecraft in general always looks very PC. And, and I played this on PC, and I could have played it mouse and keyboard, but I immediately switched to controller just because, like, I actually play more Minecraft on console than PC, and so I was more used to like kind of mapping that stuff. So that stuff's not so daunting. Is once you played enough Minecraft on console, it's like, right. oh, you're gonna have to use those shoulder buttons to switch between UI screens, right? You're gonna have to use that D-pad for stuff, and it, it's that's got that here. But it's it, like it's, it's why I bounced out of Loop Hero. Because Loop Hero is so, yeah, like, sure. mouse-oriented. Like, this really sucks yeah, to play yes. with a controller. Darkest Dungeon on Switch was the same way for me, where I was just like, this is impossible. This is ridiculous. So, like, the thing is, though, so I've been playing this, it, and it kicks off with this, like, super extravagant, like, CG intro movie where you're immediately introduced to these, like, speaking of ancient aliens, they're kind of these, like, precursor characters, which is like, our world has been destroyed, and we're here to make sure you prevent that in your world. Are and these it, the legends? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think so. They, they must be, I presume. I can, the eponymous legends. Like, it's like one is knowledge, one is foresight, and one is silliness. I forget what and the one third is one was. Smart it was very Beavis. important. One. Yes. <laughs> <Me>. <laughs> smart Beavis was such a good gag, really man. Was. Oh, God. <laughs> but uh, it's it's fine as a tower defense game. I just it, it doesn't seem like there's a ton of depth here, which was kind of my problem with dungeons. And it's like the one thing about Minecraft is that it had a surplus of is depth. Like Minecraft mm. is one of those games like on its surface is fun, but like if you start to dig into like everything you can do in Minecraft, like it's genius was like, holy shit, you can do that. You can yeah. do that. You combine these things, you can do that. And it's like, none of that's really, this is here. just IP. Here. I mean, right, for, yeah. for me, yeah, I didn't play dungeons. IP. I loaded it up and like, so your charm is being like low poly and bad textures. Like, that, that that's the franchise that, that can't. But now it's now it's with good lighting. You got to you got to light the hell out of that. Oh, yeah, bloom lighting now. Okay. 
I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's the voxel look, but there's the voxels don't actually play any part in this thing, you know? And so what, what, what it basically consists of is like, okay, the piglins are going to attack these towns. You have to craft like either like arrow towers or you can craft things that create little minions, like little golem minions that will fight on your behalf. And some of them are better at fighting like the actual creatures like piglins and some are better at like tearing down piglin buildings, you know, like, so it's like fucking gauntlet, like, Hey, you better go destroy that enemy spawner or else it's going to keep spawning enemies or whatever. Right. And it's like, that's all there and finding good. But, and again, I only played like an hour, hour and a half of this. Maybe, maybe it reveals itself later and there's tons more options and stuff, but on its surface, I'm just like, I don't want to do this. I don't like it, it drops you on this map and is having you run from town to town to defend these townspeople. And it's like, I don't, I don't, no, there's, it, it, it just wasn't fun, the loop. And like, it takes like a really long time for your, like your minions to tear down these buildings. I'm like, this should be like a 10 second thing. And it's like a minute I'm sitting here. That was weird. Like, like loot this tree with, with the loot, a character who now just automatically deconstructs trees. Like this still took like a minute. Like doesn't feel anything like Minecraft. And I didn't do anything. Well, but that this thing is so like the the in the fights you're like super powerful, so it's a bit like you know Warcraft when you play like the hero character like Arthas or something. It's like you're gonna go in there, and it's like I don't I shouldn't even really build my minion characters to fight these creatures. I should just kill them because they they all fall within one or two swings of my sword. So it's kind of just like all right, maybe this is because it's tutorializing me and it's meant to be super easy. It just wasn't that compelling. And again, it, I guess my biggest problem with it is it's not why I'm there. I'm there for Minecrafty and shit, not just the look of Minecraft. It's very similar to like that Telltale series. It's like, oh, cool, you got Patton Oswalt. Love Patton Oswalt. I don't play Minecraft because it looks this way. I don't actually care about like the lore and look of Minecraft. I care about it being a sandbox and there's no sandbox stuff mm. here. And that's, I think my biggest issue with it. Yeah. It's, so, it's, it's yeah. I, I, what I got a vibe from, from it was um, like super Mario RPG. Like we're going to use this license to get you into other game genres. So you can maybe find better use of game pass or something mm-hmm. like that. That's what I was saying. It's, and, it's kind of like, I think it really is them saying like, Hey, we have so many people who play Minecraft. Right. Let's, let's introduce them I, and, and I know it's derogatory to say, like, yeah, it's tower defense for babbies, but it, it is like, yeah, you can tell it's like, oh, they're they're doing a simplified tower defense game because they're they're introducing people to this genre, you know. It's mm-hmm. uh, yeah. but Mario RPG changed the genre for the better, uh, yeah. I would yeah. argue. Uh, my only there's a lot more Mario in Mario RPG, it seems, than maybe Minecraft is in Minecraft mm-hmm. Legends. Right? It's a great way of great way of saying it. Yeah. And then there's there's a whole multiplayer co op component where eventually. You're going to have to, um, what's it called? Tribes of Midgard is a game like this where it's like, yeah, go craft, a, get a bunch of resources to do some tower defense levels. And then you got to really beat the game. It's a bit like Valheim, I, sh- I should say, Michael. is like you get you should have buddies with you to fight off these waves of creatures, right? Like that's what they're going for, but it's meant to be for kids. And so imagine like Valheim simplified for kids, you know, like nah, I, don't, I don't think that's why I'm there, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was sort of the vibe I got. Like I even said like, I have the time to play this, but like Matt should play this instead because I don't like it already. And <laughs> and, and, and and the 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 dumb anecdote I have for the week because this is a game show, so I can unleash on this. I had a it's a game show a, a weird game find weekend because like I'm going mm. through like not tantric gaming necessarily, but sort of like you guys have all been you guys are all have uh, are dating somebody. Am I, am I correct? 
I'm with I you. Mean, yeah. I okay. hope not. Michael and I are both married. So, I mean, so, in addition to the marriage. It yeah, might sure. have been a while. <laughs> have you ever not, like, uh, I'm not going to jerk off because I might have sex with this person in, like, two weeks. That's what I'm w- doing with, like, Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, like, okay. uh, You're saving okay. yourself for that. marriage. I right. I'm not going to buy any new games. I'm not going to okay. get invested. And Delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. Do some edging with the Horizon Forbidden West DLC. <laughs> I'm not going to buy any new games, and I don't want, like, you know, I, I don't have a ton of time, and I've been adulting a lot, and I don't. I want to be cleared out when Tears of the Kingdom comes out. I want to just, yeah, I want to be have a full fucking colonic when that comes out. I was going to say, just have some coffee and a little fiber. I, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with how we've switched metaphors from uh, sex Jerking to, off to uh, poop. Yeah. For some of us, you it's one of the same. Both ends, Michael. You don't right. be, you know. Yeah, it's like food poisoning with no vomit. Gross. Uh, it's still, it's still, Ooh. It's a it's, great pitch. <laughs> it's guaranteed to get kicked out of every studio. Yeah, that's good uh, PR right there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was sick at both ends, butt and dick. Masturbating while you had food poisoning sounds to me about the worst possible idea yeah. ever conceived. Yeah. It's called stirring the potion. <laughs> It is. It is stirring the. That is exactly what I'm doing. I'm doing both in my dating life and in, in, in video games. And like, yeah, I'm not gonna buy because you know I really want to play Resident Evil Four, and I don't want to bother anybody I used to know at oh, Capcom. Oh man, it looks and great. I yeah. Like, I just don't want to get sucked into it. And I went out to a garage sale, and I just I showed these guys like. I I thought garage sale miracles were over, but like I'm like, oh, Metal Gear Twin Snakes. Three bucks. Oh, fuck yeah. And I'm like, I never played oh, yeah. it. I never had it, but I could, I so know I could great. still play it on my Wii. And I just, how much is this worth? I'm like, $200. Oh my holy God. shit. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Like, three bucks, 200 You know, I haven't flipped it or anything. And then I was in a big lot. A big lot. Does anybody have a big lot? They're like, yeah. uh, I know there's one. Are. There's one near my office. Yeah, yeah. consignment stores, right? In there. Well, they're, they're like uh, where, uh, remainder stores. Yeah. Yeah. They're, but they buy they buy stock from other stores. It's yeah, like, um, where yeah. excess yes. from yes. GameStop yes. goes to die. And like I just Tuesday like Tuesday morning or whatever. Oh, look, so. Geometry Wars three. I somehow didn't know this Yo, existed. Yeah, and oh, it's wow. four dollars. And so, like, was that Activision or was that Vivendi? Because we made two, we published two. I want to say or one of those Geometry. I, Wars. Yeah, I, I actually looked into. I looked into it. I think this is the last Geometry Wars game. It was for Xbox One and PS4. I picked it up I for four bucks. I'm like, this yeah. is fucking great, but like, I cannot beat the last boss. And I've spent an embarrassing amount, of, like, most of my 30 2010 research watching multiple movies is me trying to beat the last boss, like, hours. Hours! That's the purest like, gaming you can do right there, though. Real, real talk. That's the real shit right there. It, dude, it, it does feel like gaming boiled to its essence. Like, uh. You killed the hype machine. You're outside. Yeah, you're, like, you're uh, just, you're on pure. I don't need good drugs. visuals. Uh,. <laughs> But the last boss is still like thrilling, even when you're failing all the time. And I'm like, but I'm yeah. failing all the time. This doesn't make sense. And then I loaded up Minecraft Legends, and it's like, I have joy. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't know what that means at this point. Does Alex not want me to say that? It means you're a badass because there's I no failing in Minecraft explain Legends. It. Yeah, I can't explain uh, it. Fucking, I have Joy Con Drift on both analog sticks on my. Four, no. four month, five month old Xbox Series X. Um, oh, what? what? The fuck? Every, every, both joysticks. You can, you can, you can calibrate that thing though through the app. You can. Can you? It'll probably fix that. I, like yeah, I, yeah, I didn't yeah. discover there's, there's it until like app. two hours before the show. Like, oh, this horse is riding up and down on its own volition. 
That's why I'm sucking because I can't fucking control myself in geometry. Where it's a that huge deal, but I didn't know. Uh, you got the real like blame the controller issue that like everybody mm-hmm. wishes. They I, had. I, well, I told these guys this off like I, we were playing Need for Speed and like my right trigger just kept sticking at full throttle. Like I'd remove my finger and it would just stay down as if someone melted a gummy bear inside it. All these are existing issues. I had that when I spilled a soda on a PS4 controller once, and it's yeah. it's infuriating because you're like, I know I could probably take this apart and clean it, but I'd probably ruin the controller and not be able to figure but it out. But I didn't do that, that, Matt. Uh, little Sonic figures hold <laughs> all my controllers and keep them out of high tide. <laughs> you don't know you don't know what Tails is up to when you're not looking. I, you could be eating, like, gummy bears or something. But I'm just, like, that all over your in terms of the, the console wars, I thought the PS my PS5 controller would die because the adaptive triggers... And I was all, what was I playing on PS5? I forget. It's, but like, Jesus, these things still hold up in my Xbox Series X controller, which is like twice as new. It should be the opposite. Totally fucked. Totally fucked. In my mind, those things are unkillable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they the were. The PS5 one does feel quite fragile for like everything it's doing. You're but like, it hasn't oh, broke. This is a this is a deck of cards that's going to fall soon. Oh yeah, I was playing Ghostwire yeah. and like yeah, the adaptive triggers still oh, work yeah. and uh, like yeah. it that that gives that control it, it feels a unhealthy sure. because like I'm pulling the cosmic hearts out of these ghosts and it's that giving me resistance and I'm doing this thousands of times. That game is so sick. That game fucks right. It's yeah. so good. It's yeah, so good. it's Metroid Prime Open World. Have, Thank have a you. good time. Thank you. Okay, see? But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think right. I was quoting you because you, you said that on Twitter like a couple weeks ago. Like, oh, I don't quite see the connection, yeah. but yeah, all right. The scanning, it's it's like, yeah, you want to go places and scan shit. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the vibe You'd, I get. It has right? the same combat almost even. Yeah, too. yeah. Uh, and, then, and then also in my uh, tantric gaming, just want to say, I finally loaded up Gotham Knights. No scanning. And oh like, boy, man, delayed gratification with that game. Like, <laughs> I, I saw a review score six out of ten. Like, given what I was expecting based on this legacy, this is a one out of ten. This is one of the worst games I've ever played. Six out of it's, ten, maybe. It's pretty. Generous. It's pretty whack. It does feel great when somebody swoops into to Batman with you for a second. The, the co-op. It, oh, it, co-op. The co-op. Just the magic of like, I don't know. I'm a look. I mean, you can see behind me. I'm a huge DC Comics fan. Ew. And the idea of being on patrol and somebody showing up with you from the Bat family and, like, being with you, it felt good for, like, two hours. And then I was... The the Batman combat wasn't broken. Just rip it off. You own the assets. Just do it. Holy shit, this sucks. The camera is horrible. There's no lock on. This is terrible. It's very very MOBA-y. It's very MOBA-y. Oh. Yeah, it felt. Yeah, I did. I just remember the combat didn't ever feel impactful in that game. It's it's just this very surface level. Like, yeah, I can see that I'm doing the moves. I don't feel like I'm. Connecting yeah, and it with compensates by making you invincible. Like, yeah, you can take a billion hits because the, how did this get so bad? Which we know you're not invincible because that game has like three Robins who have died in the comics <laughs> in various <laughs> ways. So like, yeah, it's three Robins and a Batgirl. Yeah, it was design- like lead designer Damian too. Wayne. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lead designer Jack Skellington. I saw Michael, I know you haven't played the new version, but I remember when Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster came out on yes. Steam, you played those games, well, right? And so now that it's on Switch and PS4. Yeah, we were baffled why they weren't released anywhere do but you, Steam. Do you like the... Well, because they were released one at a time on Steam, and then the console releases are... All six games bundled Every together time. in one package. Amazing. The FF 35th anniversary edition. Uh, Dude, it, it's great. Yeah. Like, I, I I, got the ones that I wanted on PC, which yeah. I think were maybe one, four, and six. And uh, I love those. I think, you know, I, I think it's 
The Pixel remasters were kind of a reaction to the earlier remasters, where it would, they were originally mobile remasters and then got ported to yeah. PC, and people complained because they like smoothed out a bunch of the pixels, mostly on the monster sprites and I think some of the, the backgrounds. And so it's like people were complaining, like, you've ruined the aesthetics of these games. They look kind mm. of muddy now, even though they're still the same games under there. Uh, so they're like, okay, okay, we'll do it. We'll do it the right way. And they did the pixel remasters, which are, I guess it's kind of hard to make pixels look good on a variety of resolutions and mm -hmm. modern displays. Yeah. But, be. And, and without interlacing. Yeah. Like, that's the whole point. They mm -hmm. were meant to be seen interlaced. Yeah. Dude, but slap on that slap on that sweet little filter. The grid. It does, the, does, does that one have good grid. filters? Because yeah. some remasters do and others don't. Yeah. They went out of their way in the marketing for this back in the day when they were talking about this coming to console, I think, originally, the, about the way that the, the CRT filter is yeah. going to blend those Pixels. Colors together on the. Yeah. Edges I, I thought of the it. I thought properly. it was horseshit. But when I started recalibrating yeah. arcade machines, like, yeah, the developers use the grid to define certain graphics. You could just go to Donkey Kong and like, his teeth are defined by the CRT yeah. grid, not by Tara's. His uh, Tara's hairband is like very. Mm. You can. It, it has a different. I, I know that's a very small ticky tacky thing. I've only played like one hour of Final Fantasy VI so far. Seriously. But it's doing something for me, and the pixel art is genuinely, you know, it, it's 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 done uh, respectfully, mm. and the font is uh, too small, but mm. it's it's respectable. Yeah. I, I'm hyped for this because, like, I I think I rented Final Fantasy one or two as a kid, and I never finished it back then. And and to be honest, I'm sort of looking forward to it because a I've been playing a shit ton of that Theatrhythm game that came out this year, mm -hmm. and so I'm like kind of on a Final Fantasy hype train. I love the music and all that. And now that I'm more introduced to the characters, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go play the game these are from. But like, B, those games feel more manageable because I'm like, well, it's NES. There's no way Final Fantasy 1 can be a 40-hour JRPG, can it? Like, it's got to be like a 10-hour experience. I mean, that was kind of standard for, for mm -hmm. RPGs way back in the day. Like, yeah, around 40 hours. Uh, oh my god! So even Final Fantasy One is a forty-hour ordeal. I don't remember. I'd remember no. it's it's pretty long, but no, Final Fantasy Four is pretty short too. Is it? Hmm. Final yeah. Fantasy Final Fantasy Four. I think you could crush in like twenty twenty-five hours. Really? Do these have? Let me ask you this: Do these have the options? So like Final Fantasy Nine, a game that is not one of my favorites. It's not as good as eight, but anyway, um, that it has the. the <laughs> The remaster yeah, edition has has those cool options where it's like, hey, we can do one hit kills where basically you're going to do nine nine hundred ninety nine thousand damage every time you hit an enemy, and then it has a thing where it'll speed up the game. Do the pixel remasters have those options where you it can? It has. Like, it has it's some like God stuff mode, basically, right? You can you can turn off random encounters. I know you can. Oh, do it. that's magical. Um, and I think I don't know what else you can do, but there's like you can turn up the speed pretty fast and stuff. Okay, and it moves pretty quickly, yeah. uh, and you can go to wait. I think that's like inherent in most of those games anyway. I don't remember Final Fantasy VI having a run, but it does. I think that, it might that's have. like a lot of the time of those games is the random encounters. If you just turn those off and kind of make yourself do invincibility mode, I bet I bet those early games are like ten to twelve hours. Grind yourself to defeat the bosses. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that I'm, grinding I'm, is the whole point of that game, having the random encounters. Yeah, I'm if there. Can, I'm there yeah, for the story. Sort of, if you can get some sort of flow state going. 
I could make a big argument that grinding is as, just as good as popping bubble wrap mm. yeah. in a in a very truly satisfying way. Sure. I don't know how to, like, yeah. Number no, go there. up, bubble wrap is uh, pretty exactly. good. You know, me like, play- motherfuckers, I did my time. I grinded to beat Genova and shit. I, I get yeah. why Me being stuck at the Geometry Wars 3 boss for 12 hours with a broken controller and just like, even getting here is fun. <laughs> like, Dude, I'm playing yellow DMC3 and it's just whipping my beehole wow. off. Uh, but I, I think bottom line with this is if you want to get a really good remaster of mm. six of the best games of the 80s and yeah. 90s, yeah. Uh, get fucking Final Fantasy Pixel remaster. Drop awesome. 75 bones yeah. on six of these is games. It's going to cost $100 if you buy them individually, so you might as well buy yeah, the $75 the, the, bundle. The bundle's wow, 75 okay. and yeah, each game is like 10 to 15 bucks individually, so why not? Why not just Fine. do the bundle? I'll wait for this. It feels real good. That's a per like. There's nothing I love more than game collections on Switch when they're on sale. Hey, this yeah, is I'm normally sure, yeah. twenty bucks, and now it's five. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy anything Dude, with the word in Castlevania, Contra, yep. done it every time. Come on, Alex. Did you say Dead Island Two is real good? I just like the feel of the game. Have you played I didn't it? Play. I played. I was at Wazd ah. uh, in London, and uh, they had uh, the sort of demo there. I played it for a little bit, and I had a good time playing the mechanics the punching, of it. The punching of the zombies, yeah. the, the beating their what, face yeah. in or whatever. What did I send it's you? very arcadey. Somebody put that video online earlier that was like, I, you know, I, I just the, the feel of this game is so good. Like, you are just beating the shit out of zombies. And they had this video of, like, just punching through zombie heads with your bare fist, I think maybe with knuckle dusters. And, uh, yeah, like, I'm super interested in this now. And everything I've been hearing, like, it's got, like, a 75 on Metacritic from the aggregated reviews. But people seem to be pretty positive about it. Like, yeah, this is just really fun. Like, it's mostly just beating the shit out of yeah. zombies. That's it. Like, it's, you're punching. good, rumbly, yeah. close quarters, I, I, smackdowns. I, I always said the original Dead Island was the best worst game I've ever played. Like yeah. it doesn't. I mean, do... isn't seventy five like on? That's par for the series. It seems like yeah. Like, they like proified been... the jank though in this one. It the, feels really. It good, has though. the worst voice acting, the worst story, and some occasionally some shitty graphics. But like this is so much fun. Like all you're yeah, doing is it. hitting is hitting stuff and succeeding. Unlike something like Dead Rising, where it's kind of like trial and error. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and, uh, but the Dead Rising franchise still fascinates me. Not only because. It's part two. So so Capcom-y in like such a weird way. We, we, we on 302010 this week were like Dead Island Riptide, 10 years old. Yeah. And wow. I think your ass game too. Is, is the last. Yeah, this is the, the fourth top- Dead Island game technically, right? Because of Riptide. Yeah, Riptide added of- like base defense, I think. Yes. That's the top down one? No, no. Which Riptide one? was like the. It's the sequel, but it's not really the sequel. It's not oh, Dead yeah, yeah, Island yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's an expansion. It's a glorified expansion, but like... Uh, and was then it there, deep... there is a top-down one that I think is the third game. Was it Deep, Sil- deep Silver? Who uh, The publisher? Yeah. Deep... I think They're this is Deep, deep Silver. Silver. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah but I think it's like a new Deep Silver, isn't it? But <laughs> they, like... were, they were a nobody publisher until that trailer came out for Dead mm-hmm. Island, which took the world by storm. Incredible trailer. And it also too. like took 
the game by storm, yeah. which was not yeah. a fucking triple A game. So, it was a, a double single A game. Yeah, and it was made by Techland, who has a rich tradition of kind of janky games. They also did the Call of Juarez series, which is really good. Oh, they did another one, and and they went on to do Dying Light, which makes makes that the actual spiritual successor to Dead Island, and it has even though they came out like one second after each other. Yeah, very similar gameplay, but like with parkour. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, and then, yeah, this, like, mostly just that, that 75 on Metacritic feels like a fucking miracle. Because yeah. you know how many games get mired in development hell, yeah. and then they come out and they are broken, unplayable messes? Like, yeah. that this would emerge yeah. from that saga and still be fun is kind of incredible. They released a fun Dead Island-esque trailer. For this game, and, yeah. and then and then it, jogging in Santa Monica, getting attacked. It's by a great trailer, and then had to say like, whatever we were doing, we're not doing that. And we had to redevelop the game from scratch. That's basically mm-hmm. what they said. Yeah, and Goat Simulator, yeah. I think, uh, ripped off that trailer or it parodied is. it. it did. Yeah. yeah, it did. I'm yeah. a bomb, and I'm Looks about to good, blow feels up. Good. And if, if we we are are being super serious, our fates are in, intertwined because like uh, the work I did on the Dead Island promotional shit paid for all the laser time stuff. This oh, is true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Whoa. Uh, yeah, it was It was like three or five grand. It was like not as much as you'd think because like th- th- this had a, they had a, it was, sorry, it, this might, I feel like we should do this on a Patreon show because like they had no budget and that trailer came out and got like 8 million views in a week and all of a sudden they're like, marketing budget, like what do we do and like reach out to other. It's like when your Kickstarter goes gangbusters yeah they, they were like yeah. reaching out to other sites like we'll give you a million dollars just do whatever you want like all of a sudden this game has people caring about it and it was always it was never intended to be like a triple a game it was a, a a small game that was already done and yeah i got three to five grand of like a million for our publisher yeah that's how much they were paying for shit um, but th- great yeah, Taco th- Bell of a game. Yeah, that was a funny story though, because like you know, talking with coworkers and they're like, "Oh yeah, when I was here, I was in this promo video, and I did this video that was sponsored by these people." I'm like, guys, check this out. Yeah, it's like it's <laughs> a it's an expensive fucking movie. It's it was yeah. like my my we, brush we, with filmmaking, and it kind of it was awesome and it sucked. Mm-hmm. It was like you know, I think it released in like four parts or something, and it's a, we have like a twelve-minute. I literally remember Dead Island short back then, starring yeah. me and Chris and a few it, other. And because they didn't Games tell Radar. you anything, because like I didn't know at the time they didn't they didn't want to release footage of the game. They didn't want to show you what the game was, so they didn't want people mm-hmm. to realize it was. Like yeah, it's a, not like a, you know, it's not yeah. great. <laughs> it's not great. So like, let fucking Gamespot and Games Radar make shit to promote this game and, and i remember like do whatever that, you want that fucking rules. and i remember i wrote That's a genius. script like I, I was talking to michael and like uh michael you're like reagan denying aids stop being blockbuster and like <laughs> they didn't flag that our side did like you can't say that the, like uh <laughs> but like Your they side. approved it they said it was fine that i say like uh, ignoring the zombie zombie viruses like reagan denying aids and, yeah, that, yeah. And, and, and like they were like, yeah, we don't really have any leg to stand on here promotional wise. <laughs> and so, like for me, that for me personally, the Dead Island story is transfixing because I've never been like you know editorially. I wasn't able to talk about it, but I totally did. Like uh, the games, I, I thought the game was super fun, but a six out of ten. Uh, 
that's the whole vibe. Yeah, it's 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 one of those games that's going to go down in history. Yeah, for, for for a great fucking trailer. I can't think excellent. It, I think there's a couple movie examples of that, but like, uh, it's something that I don't think could happen now. Getting people to watch trailers is so hard. Mm. Um, yeah. I put tons of time into the actual game based on that trailer, and yeah. I yeah. was completely like disassociated from any expectations that I ever had. V- very disappointed I never got to throw any little girls out of high-rise windows. <laughs> yeah, in slow motion right? backwards. Oh. <laughs> to me, that's what's fascinating, because like, uh, every person who worked PR on that game got promoted out of Deep Silver. <laughs> uh, like, that's true. And, and then Deep Silver, like... Never mind. We'll take over Mighty Number no. Nine Publishing because we're a new big, yep. big thing. We'll, yeah, we're gonna yep. we're gonna buy. Uh, remember, they, were, were they publishing Saints Row for a little bit? Or they yeah, still? they were publishing a lot of stuff. Any, they anything were, they, THQ published? They yeah, published. it was yeah. it was, they were it in was fucking yeah. weird. And this the one franchise that got them there, they've never been able to recreate until and, now. Until yeah. now. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah, we'll we'll have a full report on that next week after we've all been very able to Dynasty get into Warriors. It. Turn off your brain, beat mm-hmm. the shit out of some zombies. That's endless mode is the best description palace. I've I've heard of that because it's like a cutscene. Like this is offensive. Everybody's voice sucks. This is the worst dialogue I've ever heard. Holy shit! Skip, 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 skip. Yeah, I have an electrified bat, and I'm going to beat a zombie to death with it. This is really that's fun. it. Perfect. Perfect. That's all it is. Yeah. There you go. Well, Michael, I would have impressions of X Defiant because I got into the closed beta, but I didn't actually get to play because there was it was so busy. It was, the servers Very were full. Successful. They were yes, a lot of people playing that X Defiant. They were defined. Which, by the, the way, that was my experience with Minecraft Legends. I don't know about you, like uh, it took me like ten minutes to start the game. Like a server yeah, issue. Yeah, it's like logging in. Wow. Like logging into what? I've never played Minecraft Yuck. on this system before. Yeah, I mean, Minecraft is, yeah, I have to log in even to play single player, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I do have some impressions of X Define. I did get to play. Oh, oh, you did. Bit. Okay, good. Oh. good, 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 good. Um, you know, and again, I work for Ubisoft, full disclosure, but uh, yeah, I, I did play this a little bit, and I know this is a game that is being made uh, in the building right next to where I used to work pre-pandemic, uh, still work every so often, uh, in Ubisoft San Francisco. And uh, it, it's a team battle shooter that brings together a bunch of different Ubisoft worlds. And right now we've got, it, it's got, um, I think, the, the Phantoms, who are like future soldier ghosts from Ghost Recon. Tom Clancy it's, and Grow Home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got uh, DeadSec, who like wow, I think they're currently unlockable, uh, but you can oh, cool. you can hack other players. Yeah, from Watch Dogs, mm-hmm. uh, Libertad from Far Cry Six. Wow, it's blending. This is your fucking multiverses. Wait, did they just like Dude, do a multiverses connect- without us knowing been about this, bro? I mean, it's, been connected. it's 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 you know not not as can as you many play different can you, franchises? Can you play as, as the black lady silhouettes from Just Dance? No, no, not yet. It's it's all just uh, from when they show up. It's over, dude. Yeah, yeah right. Shooter, for shooter characters and dead sec. Right See, now. I thought it was just like a Clancy multiverse thing. Like, a, oh, it's it's the best it's, of all the Clancy how it, stuff. How it began, and yeah. also the cleaners from the division. They're another faction you can play as. And okay, the way so that that's the, Clancy. The shit. faction yeah. works are like there is one character from each one that you can 
play as by default, and then you can unlock more as you play, and you earn more unlocks. You can get there's a pretty deep weapon modding system. Um, can I play as Ding Chavez? I really yeah. want to be Ding Chavez again. Ding Chavez is not in the game, as far as he's I know. he's my favorite That's... Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> but but like each each faction has uh, like specific. Uh, cool abilities they can use like the phantoms can uh, use like a someone like a riot shield that like makes you completely uh, impenetrable from the front and mm. uh, you know if somebody gets around you then you're in trouble but like you can just hold up this riot shield and bash the shit out of anyone in front of you uh, you can the the uh, they also have like a uh, a big Aegis shield, they can, they can, and you can choose between a couple of different gadgets that you can activate. You can drop a shield on the ground, which is really useful, useful for when you're uh, defending a control point from, uh, from attackers. Just like, yeah, drop a little bubble shield wall and, uh, you know, hide behind it for a little while. The, the cleaners have like uh, a flamethrower drone and, couple other cool things the libertad uh folks they have uh the biovita canisters which they can gulp down and it boosts God their health as well as their allies <laughs> never mind is that is the red like smoke super... from six is that the biovita stuff no or... no well, i think it's the stuff that the, the red smoke helps make but uh it's ah. you know not the red the red smoke is poison if i remember right and they yeah, can also they have like uh, Supremos. You remember the the big backpacks? They they have like uh, med- best burrito at the, Taco Bell. Oh, okay. the, the well, they they have like medical oh, backpacks, and you can throw them on the ground, and they'll just be like, you know, here's a little healing bubble you can stand in, and it'll be there even after you die. So you like if the other team destroys it, then. Okay, it's not there anymore, but uh, there's a bunch of different match types. You can there's like a package escort where, like the team escorting the package, defending it, like it's it's this walking robot dog. Uh, it has to fight off these attackers, and the attackers can actually overwhelm the defenders and take control of the package and start walking it back in the opposite direction so it changes the dynamic back and forth little overwatchian yeah. uh, like convertible in overwatch defense becomes offense etc yeah and do you feel like you're playing with like athletes or like cat like all types of all walks of gamers on there is it like a sweaty sweaty game um i'm not sure what you mean by sweaty but uh like is it like extremely like um competitive focus like season based like hardcore like low life bar type stuff or is it kind of more champy i i, I think I, I don't mean to speak for michael but i think that that's like like a hard hard, hard to say because like uh, but a lot of people are comparing it to like the first two modern warfares like v- that's, very very that's very fast okay okay and, and, it, right. the way they're positioning it is like hey bro remember all that cool shit that used to be in cod that they removed because of the fucking casuals or, or, we're or over over complicated to yeah to, yeah because yeah, like i i didn't care about it until i saw it and like michael where's my beta code and like you watch the stream and ask for a code and like yeah i'm not doing that i don't want a pc code. michael give me a console code Give you you could have gotten a console code if you watched the stream. I was all doing, I had to do was go to a website and put in my email, and it gave me a console code. No, so that's an interesting. Uh, I was yeah, I was just kind of interested in where it kind of fits into the shooter. I've seen like you know graphics of it; it looks nice, but I I wasn't I hadn't touched it yet, so it, uh, that's exciting. 
I feel yeah, like if you fast, if you, you know what a if you know what a dolphin dive is, this game might be up your alley. It's going for people I love, who are like I, that, I love into that. that shit. Echelon. I that's that. that's the other faction I was trying to think of. The Splinter Cell guys. Oh. The oh. So they yeah, they can actually cell, like they have like an optical camouflage. You can turn invisible for a little while, and if you're like moving and shooting, they can see that motion. But uh, it's possible to just hide. And there's also like a super move that you can pull where like you get uh, Sam Fisher's pistol, which is like a one hit kill, and you so you can just go uh, berserk on your enemies. Is there schluting? There's not schluting, as far as I'm aware. Shlooting. There is a hot shot mode, which is pretty cool. Which is uh, everybody's trying to rack up kills, and whenever a, an enemy dies, they'll drop coins. You grab the coins, and whoever has the most coins becomes the hot shot, and you move a lot faster. And uh, but you know, there's a big target on your back, so it's it's about like how long can you be the hot shot? How many mm. kills can you rack up as the hot shot before someone takes oh, you down and becomes the, the hot Halo, shot? Yeah, kind of. This is sounding what? more and more exciting to me the more we're talking about it. Oh, that's exciting. All right. So, yeah. X Defiant. Close beta. Let's mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I can open that shit up, Michael. Let's go. Also, make it sidebar, Splinter, Bo- Splinter Cell uh, rules. It's yes. super yes, tight. Always has. Always Agreed. has. Uh, and, and yeah, we will talk about uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Boot Camp next week. Remaster the original two Game Boy Advance games. So, hooray. But in the meantime, let's move Ooh. on to... I am not going to do the Hollywood jingle because I need to do a disclaimer. So I work for Sega. So for this next story, uh, just take that into account. I have nothing to do with this announcement, just so you know, because I do the game stuff. But uh, Paramount revealed some tidbits about that upcoming Knuckles TV show starring Idris Elba. And now we also know it will also star... Adam Pally, who's returning as uh, was a deputy Max. Wade Whipple from the Sonic movies. Yeah. I love love me some Adam Pally. He's one of my favorite Watching characters in the movies. Watching happy endings right now. He's awesome. <laughs> but the the series, uh, well, with the teaser, they showed um, the Knuckles cowboy hat, and so I what what the premise of the show will be about is is it's, it's Knuckles training Wade Whipple. Meanwhile, in, in silhouette, you made him look like Dylan's Rolling Western. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Dylan's rolling. Sorry for the reference. Hell yeah. I think I could make an argument without having seen the Mario movie. The Sonic movies are still more fun and more true to Sonic. Or at least like, uh, never mind, never mind. I love the Sonic it couldn't movies. Be more, it couldn't be more the same as how it was back in the day with how different they are yeah. from each other. And the ways that they're tackling what yeah. they're doing. It's like this exact same relationship. It's, you it's, could make really a you delicious. could make a game I, out of the Sonic movies, but you couldn't make a game out of the Mario movie, unless it was a visual. There novel. you go, where Sonic is murdered, and that's what Matt did to us. <laughs> Sonic gets murdered. It's part of a yeah murder mystery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. So yeah, uh, Knuckles series. Look forward to that. Let's see. Oh, Nintendo. You guys might have heard of them. You guys ever heard of this? It's for Nintendo? breakfast now. Pretty, pretty. You seen this? You seen this? You heard about this? <laughs> you heard about this? Uh, they had an indie showcase, um, and they announced a bunch of stuff. I'm just going to go over the stuff that excited me. You guys can chime in with anything that excited you. But Rift of the Necro Dancer is exactly my jam. This is the. Uh, it is basically 
like a thing I've worked on. It's like Guitar Hero, uh, but with Crypt of the Necrodancer mechanics, where it's like a, a rhythm combat mm-hmm. game from the team that did Crypt of the Necrodancer and that Zelda game. I forget what that Zelda Me rhythm too. game was called. Me too. Uh, it was good. It was it was good, but um, but yeah. So cadence so, of Hyrule. Yes, I had thank you. you, cadence of Hyrule. Yes, because you play as cadence. Uh, so yeah, Rift of the Necrodancer is going to be fucking rad. Uh, they got a date for Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. August. Amazing, dude. I'm I'm so shocked to hear that that's still going on. Yeah, so that's August 18th is when that's supposed to be coming out on Switch. Um, my time awesome. at Sandrock is the follow-up to my time at Porsche, which mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you guys ever played any of that game. But it's kind of you know town building series, sandboxy think, a little bit in Stardew, Animal Crossing, uh, little Stardew. Yeah, so that's the follow-up, and that is hitting this summer. Um, Crime O'Clock seems rad. Crime O'Clock is like. It's not a visual novel. It looks it's a it's a puzzle solving murder mystery game where you're like trying to solve like forty mysteries, but like <laughs> across time, and it's like as you solve different mysteries, it changes the map to unlock more mysteries. So I'm getting oh like, yes, I saw this. This looks oh, very cool. I'm getting some like Layton Professor Layton vibes with like yeah, here's the hint you have to collect. And I forget the game, but like Al Jaffe died last week, and there was a game all based on folding the level into yourself. Oh really? Do you remember what that oh, was wow. called? Uh, it's like it's like an al jaffe game like if he could wow it's so neat to look um final bit uh, something that was neat was oxen free the original oxen free and this the sequel was announced a while ago but it finally has a date that's coming in july july 12th so oxen free 2 um which that that is a sort of visual novel ish game game that i will play so very good game very kentucky route zero e yeah. Very, yes. Very yes. Fun. Yes. Like a lot of weird, weird stuff going on in those games. stuff yeah. to click on and find out about that looks really nice. Here's a game I know Chris will play because he's such a fucking Pokemon Go stand. That's all he ever talks yeah. about off mic is how much he's walking around collecting yeah. Pokemon. There is a monster. Hunter. I went to, to Krakatoa to go to the lava type. I had to get a lava type. That's right. That's right. Well, maybe you can go there now and get a Rathalos. Is that a monster hunter? That's yeah. got to be a monster hunter. Yeah, yeah. Because Monster Hunter now. The lady. Cue the music, Alex. This is the shit. Monster Hunter now is coming. It's made by Niantic, and it is. What they're promising is is it's it's like all the raids that are currently in Pokemon Go. So it's like. Instead of just like here, I'm throwing a ball and I capture this fucking Pokemon. They're promising like each battle, each time you 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 find a Monster Hunter monster, it's gonna take like a minute and a half, just like in the real Monster yeah. Hunter. It's it's like more advanced Pokemon Go for people who are into Monster Hunter, which I could see. To be honest, this having like, a huge I, potential yeah, in like I, Japan I, where people are riding trains and stuff. Like I don't, I, I, I you know, forget, we'll see. Forget the, the name of the how game. Gamerly they want to get, but like my my. my programmer friends were huge into the first Niantic game, which created real-world locations. Oh, man, that game ruled, actually. That game was fun. It was crazy to watch. I never played it. I would just watch my tech friends describe it. And Pokemon is built on that backbone. So, like, Niantic has a global backbone to build upon I'm guessing in this one, what you're probably doing is trying to spot monster attacks and coming up with some dodge move and then figuring out where the weaknesses are and, and doing something on your screen to attack the monster. So. I'm guessing there's going to be classes. Uh, probably. And there's definitely raids. They've already said it's going to be you and you can get together with your friends to, to beat certain that's, monsters, like high-level monsters. Ooh, that's the Monahan magic, baby. A game. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it sounds kind of gamey. Sounds kind of gamey. But I thought you might quote. be interested in that because they've they've done so many of these clones. Like I think right now there's a Pikmin version of one of these that nobody talks about, where it's like the Harry Potter right. one failed. There've been a lot of those. There's a Ghostbusters succeed. one, but like yeah. it's yeah. not it's not yeah. built on the Niantic backbone of like they've already established crazy these spots. Map. Yeah, they they mapped out all these spots in their early uh, that early game. I'm forgetting the name of, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what the hell is it called? The Spy Game. It's really good. I, it looked like Geometry Wars. Like, uh, Yeah, it's like it's called like Identitus or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> That's like so wrong. Uh, Ig- Ingress. Their first game is Ing- called oh, Ingress. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ingress. Yeah. Ingress. I was, I, you know what? I'll give myself a 6 Which out of 10 on that. That's, that's close enough. And the sequel was Ingress Goes West with Aubrey Plaza. It was great. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you, you might be playing this game, Chris. I know I'm going to be too busy playing Quidditch. Uh, because WB Games announced, um, okay, I think a lot of this, like, whatever Hogwarts Legacy has basically, like, redeemed WB Games in a lot of ways, because, you know, we were just talking, you know, about Gotham um, Knights, right? right? And, 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 uh, and Suicide like, Squad is cursed. <laughs> it, but but Hogwarts Legacy is tearing up the sales charts, and it is... I know all of this stuff has been, you know, under, you know, being worked on for a long time, but it feels almost like they're rushing some of these announcements to capitalize on the success yeah. of Hogwarts Legacy. So this game is like a Quidditch game, but it, it when you go to sign up for the beta because they're taking like beta, beta signups right now, it very much is giving me the vibe of like they're like, hey, do you play like Rocket League? Like they're going for online esport type scene with Quidditch, but like. I hope they succeed because the only Quidditch game I've ever played was that on GameCube, Michael, the original Quidditch and, game. And or? Xbox, yeah, that that generation. But it I, was I, so bad. I remember dude. being excited for it, and then it's just like, oh, the the game of Quidditch actually kind of sucks. It, yeah, because yeah. it was thought out for <laughs> it's a dumbass joke game. Yeah, yeah, as 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 sports go, it's very good for something that only exists in a novel. Because, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, you, you hit around these larger balls, and then every single Quaffles. match comes down to... I don't care. Every single Beaters, match comes down you know. to who can grab the golden snitch. And so it doesn't matter. Like, any nothing you do matters at, in that version of that game until you grab the snitch. It's all just place setting. You will never... that's worth, like, way more points until, than, like, yeah, yeah, You will never score enough points until to I tell you, Michael, a snitch that is grabbed by the opposing team. There, there is... This game is uh, going to be commentated on by Dick Vitale and Marv Albert in British accent. Mm. <laughs> he's on fire! I, mean, I hope so, because Dick, Dick Vitale is... Uh, he's retired now, baby. AI doesn't matter. He's got a lot of uh, master. What I want is uh, uh, three, points, three points, game. three points, three oh, points. Yeah. Oh my god! Boom! Shakalaka to the snitch. Chris, you interrupted <laughs> a fucking never has a truer statement been made. Alex, what did you just say? I need you to repeat that for no, posterity. No, I just say. I was just saying. Forget about Quidditch. Quidditch is for for losers. Let's 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 get behind the Blitzball game. Yes, yes. A proper a proper sport with proper. Card game based rules. It's a gentleman's sport. Yes. I will it's have a, no one bad mouthing. If you like to wear a speedo that goes over the top of your shoulders like a like some underoos. Hell yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. love volleyball and you and you and and you think FIFA sounds like a good idea underwater. Yeah. Let's You got get any buddies named Waka? I'm it's here just, for fake sports over. games. I'm yeah. I'm here for spe- fake sports games all day. I love yeah. the idea of it. Video games should not be limited to real sports. That's really yeah. dumb. This is how dumb the rules of Quidditch are, is you can do a move 
that is the hardest thing in that sport and lose the game. So if you catch the snitch, but you're too many points behind, you lose the match. Who would ever do that at that point? Like, who would be like, yes, I'm still uh, going to find the snitch? Right. Elsa from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Everything about that? Mm. <laughs> It's a, it's a deep I know. Cut. I gotta go watch that. It's, it's, it's good. It's gotta good. stitch it together in the in the in the future mm-hmm. when you listen to mm-hmm. this. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't, I don't remember ever being far enough behind that uh, I didn't win by catching the golden snitch. Like, I mean, it's, the game yeah, is instantly over. Snitch is worth like 150 points, yes. and so if you're if you are more than 150 points behind, which it's like what 10 points every time a quaffle scores, 10 or three. That, yeah, you 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 could theoretically lose the match. Um, look, so that game. They didn't put a date on it. Just go sign up for the beta whenever. But a game that did have a date that has moved several times has been moved back a lot. Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League has been delayed to next February. Blood in the water on this one. Yes. It's releasing up against Multiverses, the other game they pulled. (laughs) The other game they just bungled. Yeah. They just bungled back. As a live game. game, I guess people liked it. I hated it. It was fun. Came out strong, just didn't have I a hate content the, I hate yeah. the structure of it, the free-to-play structure of it. Yeah. It's, it was it's Smash. It's fine. But, but you know, the, the menu structure was fucking No, but I'm playing as Shaggy, like, and I'm an no assassin, match? and I got to level up this part of Like, God damn it. Get oh, yeah. the fuck well, out of here. Well, Bugs Bunny had fucking cooldowns. Yeah. That, that's probably where yes, I lost it Chris. It's like, Bugs has cool bug the shit out of me. <laughs> Gizmo has cooldowns as well, by the way. So, yeah, Suicide Squad, I... I hate to say it, but I think this is in reaction to the fan response to that when they finally showed gameplay and people saw how this thing looked that finally wasn't a CG trailer. People they were should've... not happy. They were like, this looks like that Avengers game. That it's Avengers all over. Well. That's exactly what I was yeah. going to say. Like yeah. We were talking about um, I, when I sent the Venture Brothers trailer to you, like the new head of Warner Brothers is the Discovery guy who lives in a world of reality. Pro- like, why are you guys spending over a million dollars an episode? Just find a fat lady and make 90 episodes a year. Like, what are you doing? It's that's, that's, black, dude. And, 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 and so I think when they started to, like, we all thought the Venture Brothers movie was canceled, and they're like, no, they're going to move it like Aqua Teen. There was, there's a new Aqua Teen movie on DVD. Most yeah. people have no idea. Metalocalypse is, is coming. Are you telling me that the Venture Brothers movie is, like, soon? Yeah, it said yeah, coming they, soon, they but put like, out a but, trailer. The, but the Aqua Teen movie came to fucking like Targets and Walmarts for the first month, and whoa, because I think they're yeah, traditional money is it's where, where it's I do at. all my shopping, Fry Man. Mm-hmm. I know, but, uh, but I I think I think that guy is like when he can't, uh, when they canceled the Batgirl movie, like I didn't like that, but it's also no. like he said like. Yeah, an eighty million dollar movie isn't going to move any subs. It just isn't, and he's not wrong. He doesn't understand what actual fame is, though. That's the problem. Like, here's the thing. Like, just the simple math of it all: mm-hmm. Suicide Squad, live service, games as a service type of game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you get gear that you're constantly swapping in and out, like Diablo. Except it's like if you miss this week, you like are fucked forever, and you have to like. You know, go back and start your game pass all over, your week pass all over again or whatever. Like, imagine you f- you're you one of those people who, like, miraculously is not depressed enough to, like, not be able to play a 
Destiny every week or something like that. You actually did it. You're getting six people together every week to play Destiny. It's a miracle that you've done this. On you my are white the supremacist greatest. Discord where I'm leaking government information. Yeah. That's what my dad thinks Discord is now. <laughs> The place well, where you go to leak government secrets? It really yeah. is. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I think it's like, the what's dark What's Discord about? Like, I've only heard about it this week. I, I wanted to he's see where wrong. Alex he's is not going wrong. with this thread. Let, let me, so, 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 okay, so you're one of these people. Saying, okay. you're, you've done it. You've solved the Matrix. You are one of the hosts of the IGN podcast. You have a team of people <laughs> to play MMOs with on a regular basis. Okay. 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 Now your goal is to go into that chat with those people that you meet every week in this routine and tell them, Guys, what do you think about throwing away all of our progress and starting over on a game with half the budget that it doesn't even look fun? <laughs> like, like, just, like, what are you, what are you making? Like, what are you asking people to do when you're telling them to buy this game? You're asking them to find the fun in a fake made up single player campaign that you tacked on to your shitty product that's going to be, you know, s- something soulless. It's why it's a cursed game. Because I have a feeling like, Rocksteady should have been able to write their own ticket. What do you want to do? I want to do yeah. a fucking gay Superman game. Yeah, uh, that, Any, they, they, they should have said yes. Instead, like, we want you to do a live shooter. And like, well, we want to do Suicide Squad. Fine. It's got to be a live Gotham shooter. Nights it, again. It's almost a cursed brand. Other than the Tim Gunn thing and then the, that awesome John Cena TV show that followed. Like, the point of Suicide James Squad Gunn. is it's it's most effective when it's a fucking joke. It's a piss take of a, of a franchise, right? The mm-hmm. game is not that. The game can't the, the be. Game, can make, the, the game is a make $300 million dollar product. Like, yeah. Th- that's what's cr- – this game is fucking cursed, and it will never succeed, like, is it's, what it looks like. It's There's no way that this was what, the like, the team that made Arkham City was, like, all about doing next. There's but that, just... that, 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 to me, is what's fascinating, because David Zaz or whatever, the guy – that, that <laughs> might be a Batman, Batman villain and an executive. <laughs> uh, uh, the guy running Warner Brothers Discovery is very much traditional media. Matt sent me that article like, what do you think about Harry Potter transphobia? That's an online argument because they don't care. They don't care about like anything. It, doesn't, but, it doesn't reach them their desk. Yeah, It's, it's, it's uh, not direct mm, revenue. Mm, so like it it's doesn't, just they don't treated care. to them as a as a opponent to their victory. They don't they're not thinking about they, They've been putting out honey boo boo shows yeah. and making money off that. Like like just like shows featuring pedophilia and making millions. They don't give a shit. Yeah. They don't that give a said shit. also the DC situation is like not good right now for like these products that are like in this limbo. Like I'm in as a DC reader, as like an ad, yeah. as like the only mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. who likes DC the most that I know anywhere. Like, I'm very excited about the James Gunniverse. I'm too. very excited that he's opening with Creature Commandos and Frankenstein and Agent of Shade. Did I say Tim Gunn? You did. It's James Gunn. Yes, yeah. you did. Right. Yes, you did. And uh, and basically, uh, like you know. I'm excited about all that. I'm excited about his new Superman movie. I'm excited about how much he's banding around Grant Morrison's name right now. Mm. Making me happy. However, uh, right. if your name is Aquaman 2 or your name is Blue Shaz- Beetle or your name Shazam is... Shazam 2. Yeah, Shazam or your name is Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, you're fucked. They're, you they're all... Like, I, I love those Shazam 2 articles. Like, why did it fail? I'm like, you said you gave up on this franchise. Yeah, to you everyone. turned Zachary Levi into Colonel Kurtz. To That's every- what you did. <laughs> Well, and he also had some 
fun anti-vax stuff in that series has never really he's been a coherent. Fun, he's a fun guy. Uh, I, I, I love the first I've one. I've been around it. Zach it was, Levi. First movie's like, good. It was first basically, movie's what yeah. if Big were a superhero movie? And bam, yeah. done. Get the guy from Low Winter Sun in there. But like, why did yeah. Black Adam and uh, Shazam fail? I'm like, you said to everyone, this is over. Like, it's not leading yeah. towards anything. Black and Adam was also horrendous. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, it's fucking yes. terrible. Yeah. I've never seen The Rock use his, his forces for evil. Like, his yeah, behind Have you not the seen the fucking Mummy movie he was in? Dude, that Scorpion movie was King? like... No, no, that but but I don't like think that was him beautiful exerting his will. Whereas Black people, Adam yeah. is like, I want to be this, I want to be handsome, and I want to do a bunch of charismatic yeah. stuff, but I also want to lead with saying, like, get ready to root for the bad guy. Like, you're bad for, like, 48 seconds. Se- yeah. It, it's like, a made-up premise, like, mm-hmm. studio movie that makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it, it's yeah. so dumb. It's so it dumb. Also, me as, you haven't been following the Fast and Furious drama with him. Like, is it, that's what he started he's, to do. And he's, he's great in Fast and Furious. He's well, was great. He's he hasn't been in those movies because yeah. he, he 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 had a heel turn. He fucking he's one of those guys that cares about SEO. No, no, not yeah, a heel yeah. turn. He just had a bunch of like D level actors like start dictating <laughs> who are executive well, producers on those movies. Yeah. Glass Onion. It's just well, he Glass he Onion. he knew that in in the big picture of Hollywood, he's more powerful than Vin right. Diesel now. But in Fast and Furious, in that he's franchise, not. he's not. He also floated running for president, just to give you an idea of where he's at, mm-hmm. and he's remaking Moana already, starring himself. So you know, it's uh, you know, you're I don't welcome. Know. That I, that is my least favorite news. The former guy of the yeah. entire, <laughs> yeah, right. Like like, how bad could you be at this point, Scott mm-hmm. Bayo? You want to run? Like, I guarantee you'd be better than the last Republican. Just president. let people who are good at stuff make it. No, make it I want and- the presidency to be a popularity contest. Look the look way at it was. Andrew. We were always told it never should be. <laughs> everybody it's got fun, yeah. everybody got distracted by you and McGregor deciding to make a TV show. Mm-hmm. That yeah, and Andor, to Andor snuck in like a spy and fucking. T- t- it t- just under, they right? accidentally let somebody who knew what they were doing make something, yeah. and every Tony single person Gilroy, who baby. Read, yeah. every single person who can read was like, "Wow, hell yeah." Yeah, but it was like thirty percent of the people that watch anything else that on there. Last episode, this Empire shit—it's unnatural. I right, always like the Empire. Star Wars show. Oh, right, I always like the Empire, and then I I saw Andor, and I was like, I am a rebel. I'm a good guy. I should be a good guy. Like yeah. it was, yeah, like that. I I think I said this on Twitter, but like that show is remarkable for draining every ounce of coolness out of the Empire. Like yeah. you are just nailed it. A bunch of sadists and bean counters. You all fucking suck. If there's yeah. not a guy with a red lightsaber there, you are boring and dumb, and I hate you. They nailed it. I, yeah, I, I by, you, by drilling it down to uh, the, the wire of Star Wars cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like uh, That dude from Game of Thrones eats in that show. He's so good. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Last news item. I just want to run by you guys. So, uh, there's a little yeah. game series I'm a fan of. You guys might have heard of it. I don't know if you heard Sonic of the series. Sonic Oh. Uh, no, uh, but, but yeah, I'm a fan of that too. But uh, Dark Souls, little, little series oh, called Dark Souls, that. I've heard of. That. So uh, Hidetaka oh. Miyazaki made Time's 100 Most Influential People list, and you I wanted to run right. by you guys. That, so the, the Dark Souls guy is on this most, you know, because of Elden Ring, basically. But like, do you think he's yes. one of the hundred most influential people in the yes. world right now? Yes, dude. G- games are moving yes. in one disagree. direction, and now they're moving in another. 
because yeah, he is of responsible this... for an entire mindset of gamer returning to the fold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, 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 play. and like, yeah, that that's actually a good point though. With like features from the Dark Souls series are slowly being seeded throughout video games. Like even games that don't have the difficulty or whatever, like bonfires, the replenishing healing item. I'm seeing that stuff in more and more games. Uh, it's very influential. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and we, we and, talked and I about think with like Elden Ring. It, it's getting, it's got really influential. Like, like two weeks ago, we talked about you know dead game mechanics, and I, I really felt like for like eight years, every boss battle because they didn't want to redesign the mechanics of the game, had, like came down to a interactive cutscene. Grab the rocket launcher, punch the boulder. Mm-hmm. Yep, that kind of dumb shit. You where you just hit one button during a movie. And that was games for like eight years. It sucked. Yeah. I hated it. And that's not yeah, the, the case mass- anymore. No, absolutely not. I think uh, it speaks I mean, to the power of games or the size of games. Like, uh, well, you know, if you believe CNN, they're always shocked how big games and how popular games are. But it's like, yeah, if, if you consider him one of the most influential people in games, which is revenue-wise a bigger entertainment source than movies, right? So it's like, okay, yeah, we, we think of movie people as influential all the time. Like movie directors, it's it feels novel to me for a game director to make this list, but it shouldn't at this time, right? Because I always clown on no those news stories that are like, games are no longer Pac-Man and your mom and dad, whatever. It's just like, yeah. I'm surprised Kojima's not on there also, but yeah, like, yeah. honestly... Well, I'm, I'm, I think other people have been in the past year. This is just this year's, though. But it's, well, it's, I mean, I'm sure Miyamoto's been on the list once or twice, but like, the thing that's crazy to me about Miyazaki, the thing that like, you know... Uh, Speaking of Kojima, he made a big deal about his like weird like rope gameplay or whatever that he was talking about with mm-hmm. Death Stranding, where he's Strand, like, gamers always trying to beat the shit out of each other, so I'm trying to, instead of the stick, we're using the rope to like bring each other together. And uh, I think the real masterstroke of Miyazaki is that he didn't weigh in on the morality uh, of, of anything. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really like tell you which side he's on. I can guess what side he's on just because he's like... Junji Ito level twisted in his mm-hmm. every interview that he ever gives he's like I create pain because I love pain but like uh, <laughs> other than that like yeah, that, guy, that guy has he, clothespins on his nipples all day yeah <laughs> he's a Cenobite he, he has he has these like uh, he has these like this this centering he centered the conversation of video games around like honor honor it's kind of interesting like you know that meme that everybody always says that they kind of it's kind of a joke but it's also kind of real where it's like the guy's like you cheated not only the game but yourself and he's like talking about kind of criticizing people who play easy modes yes, or whatever yes, 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 it's yes, like a, yes. it's like a big long diatribe about like you didn't yeah. you didn't learn anything you didn't, you didn't have grow. any honor you were, you were like a fucking tree guy who had no yeah. honor that is a lifetime like, facebook community joke for you guys yeah well that joke. guy that guy is that guy is talking about something that i think miyazaki brought back to the idea of of gaming which is like sometimes you just don't do whatever you want because like somebody made something and they want to teach you something yeah. or they want to the, make you these are something. these are my rules you're playing you're playing in my yeah. fucking game world now you yeah. can play by these rules but know? the genius is but the genius is that and especially i think elden ring is like a message about this from him is like and i think this is something that i've noticed from a lot of people even me i've played every from software game i i play them online I, I play them on in front of people all the time it's, it's stressful people have opinions about those games oh yeah but uh <clears throat> but elden ring everybody 
experimented a lot more. Everybody used a lot more of the shit that they give you because they don't feel so much like they're cheating when they use it for some yeah. reason. I don't know what magic trick he did there, but like, there's something about that sense of honor and that that mentality that I think is like really good and like really healthy and like doing things for their own sake to like improve yourself is like not on a lot of people's like short list of things to be doing right now and especially not just in the way that requires no like it's not about exercise or like taking care of your body you're just playing a stupid ass game yeah. like there's something amazing about it's that it's mastery like for like mastery's sake it's it's like the can i solo her guy like is like mm. the he is the epitome of that mentality right like hey i'm gonna go in no armor <laughs> and fucking beat the hardest boss in the game and, for and, other yeah. people and more specifically he's not like fuck you for not being like me Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's not even working out. He's uh, you get XP every with everything you do. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. Like I, I yeah. I, I think I, I think the- he he started like multiple different like he's lost count of how many times he's beat uh, Melania and uh, has just like started multiple builds over so he can like come at it fresh and get the XP again. Is Zero it weird that we've never sushi. connected Melania and Melania? I mean, come on, they're right, it's right there for mm-hmm. you, the fucking. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I've definitely connected them like in my own brain, <laughs> in my fan art. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let me solo her. Jesus, oh, gross! gross. I, lo- I love the copycats. Like, let her solo me, and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and the guy just like goes out and gets destroyed. <laughs> That's good. That's, a good, that's, that's, good. that's like as good of that's like the yin. That's like a, like a Neil Gaiman character. That's yeah. the opposite. Or, of or let me solo me, and he just immediately kills himself, <laughs> like with the the blood Travis touchdown. Yeah. You'd be so excited. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the the Soul series is the most influential. Like uh, the even like I hated Sekiro, but the stagger meter is already entering into what we're doing and. Uh, yep, I, I have a feeling Jedi Survivor is going to like lean even more on that. Final yeah. Fantasy uh, Strangers of Paradise had. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yeah. It's yeah, yep. certainly of the of the last ten years, he's probably the most influential designer, more more so than Kojima and and the, the big f- other auteurs in gaming. The fact right. that he made something that you can the entire internet got together and were able to clown Elon Musk on his fucking shitty Elden Ring build is like. Absolutely amazing to me. That's how. That's like some like next brain level shit. That's like so funny to me. I love that. He got revenge on you though, bro, because everyone loses their check mark on four twenty because he's so fucking hilarious. Hilarious. There you go. I read an article today. We contacted the press department, which they don't have anymore, and they responded with a poop emoji. Because they respond to everything with a poop emoji. Yeah, like. Jesus Christ. He's hilarious. Guys, he's, he's hilarious. He's just wiping he's... that he's wiping that red makeup on his lips, baby. Yeah. Yeah. He's wiping that red makeup and he's mm-hmm. smile though your heart is breaking. <laughs> Sitting there in the fucking seventh floor of the fucking titter building. Just smile. Oh, your building's shaking. It's right up there when Tommy Wiseau did all those videos of himself as Heath Ledger's Joker and was, like, trying sincerely to get Warner Brothers to hire him to be the Joker. Yeah. That was literally like that Scorsese movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Taxi Driver. I'm just kidding. King <laughs> uh, <laughs> of comedy. Right. Uh, yeah. Let's move on to the community segment, which is always a segmenting our community. 
Uh, last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was like, who's a, a second string bad guy or a henchman who deserves to get promoted to the final boss? Uh, Alex, you weren't here last week. Do you have an opinion? Is is there like some like lieutenant to the bad guy who like, yeah, this guy should be the big bad in the next yeah, game? Yeah, I got a perfect answer for you. Right. Ready? Yeah. Fucking Goro. Goro is yeah. way yeah, cooler okay, than yeah, Shao right Kahn. There. Yeah. He's right way there, bigger than Shao Kahn. Four hands, like I'm right here. Mm-hmm. He should be the goddamn boss. He's got more arms than the boss. Yeah. They should. Spe- they should sell a special controller to play as Goro properly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a fucking X, like the true yeah. Xbox yeah. controller. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, like yeah. a fucking Genesis game. Like a sorry Steel Battalion mm-hmm. controller. Yeah, <laughs> like it. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, well, on VigiGamePocalypse.com's uh, Schlubby Pterodactyl, nice name, especially right name. considering this response. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Actually, I was thinking how we all could use a little more Shaft in oh. our gaming. Shaft, I can dig it. the Dark Cultist from Castlevania Symphony of the Night, that is. In all the 2D platformy platformer Castlevanias after this one, we always saw a fake final boss that was more of a mid-game mini-boss that barred the way to the other 40% of the game and Dracula. However, I'd love to see Shaft get his Shaft. day when maybe you kill Dracula and Shaft absorbs his powers and you're the fabled Belmont whipping the devil out of Shaft. Shaft. Just putting it out there. Shut the fuck up, Matt. We're talking about Shaft. <laughs> Yeah, John I Shaft. can dig it. A <laughs> uh, man riding old... every shaft interjection possible. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, a man riding a woman riding a motorbike says, uh, "Vile from Mega Man, the Mega Man X series." Oh, I yeah, know he got a turn guy. as the protagonist in some mode in Maverick Hunters on PSP, but Pip Boba Fett driving a mech is too cool of a concept. Uh, I think. To just let uh, him play second fiddle for all this time. He's Underrated Boba, color scheme. The Fett. He's driving mm-hmm. his mech. It's like he that old classic too. Great MC Chris impression. <laughs> <laughs> I want he came candy. To life. Yeah, Vile's color scheme scheme is really sick, and he would yeah. be great in a in a versus Capcom. Hell yeah! yeah. I love. Yeah. Hey, here we go, Adam Foot. Speaking of uh, Melania, um, the the mini boss who desperately needs a promotion is uh, Melania, Blade of Michaela, one of the Elden Ring bosses. The sword wielding destroyer of players gave me the hardest challenge of the whole game. Even the final boss was less of a challenge than this health sucking redhead. Yeah. Yeah, I like that the uh, the the milestone that people report on is like, oh, this person beat Millennia. Not they beat the game; they beat Millennia. Yeah, like that's there, was, there was one with a uh, a, a girl using a or a woman using a mind like impulse controller beat right, Millennia yeah, yeah, using yeah, yeah. it. Like, okay, that's, that's cool. got to feel insane to mm-hmm. think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. existentially. I mean, imagine having that is- much time on your hands. Uh, on your head. From the official LazerCon community on Facebook, Alex, do you want to read Andrew Joseph? Yeah. Andrew Joseph says, for me, the second tier baddie that needs a promotion are the Koopalings. Hell yeah. They should finally result, uh, re- result, revolt against Bowser and create a Gauntlet Legends style game and attack parts of the <laughs> Dark Land and the Mushroom Kingdom to become proper rulers of all the Mario 3 land. Dude, Who this. Who invokes this... Gauntlet Legends as a fucking comparison? <laughs> Midway Joseph Classic does. Yeah, dude, this, this, this is my favorite response so far. This yeah. goes from like a, like a light observation to like 
the wildest game pitch. I love that. Yeah, you know, the Koopalings hype. have been sidelined by Baby Bowser for too long. He had <laughs> other kids that he neglects. He's like Elon Musk. Uh, so, by oh, all means, <laughs> that was a delayed reaction. Uh, by all means, bring back the Koopalings. I want to see Ludwig van Koopa and Morton, Morton Koopa, Koopa, Jr., Koopa Jr., which is a oh. reference nobody understands anymore. Yeah. Except when Morton. he smokes a cigarette and blows it in your face, then you know, like, oh, that's who that's supposed to be. Anthony Davis says, although it will never happen on a grand scale, one of the first games I had the presence of mind slash knowledge of upcoming game releases to request for a birthday present what? was Mega Man <laughs> 3, the mini boss that proved to be more challenging than the end fight with Dr. Wily is yeah. later revealed to be Mega Man's brother. Proto Man. Uh, the ending to that game stuck with me as a young kid, and years later, I would do a deep dive into the lore as far as Wikipedia would take me. Proto Man has a shortened lifespan due to a defect in his energy system. Ooh. I would love a story with Proto Man <laughs> becoming the main villain and demanding more life. A la Roy Batty from Blade Runner, oh, taking out Dr. Light and ultimately forcing Mega Man into a final battle. Mm. I, I'm just thinking about it now. Proto Man is a great design, but also very beautiful Joe. If you mm. actually yeah. Yeah. Pulse that. Man vibes. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. And finally, from the Twitter, Shy Guy Fieri says, First, Chris and Michael, if you haven't seen it yet... Go see the Mario movie. I've seen it multiple times, some of which were by myself. Ain't no shame in it. I know it's a bit different for me, given that I am a Chad. But I saw a lot of nerds by themselves there, too. So you don't need to feel self-conscious. Speaking of Mario, I want to see Bowser Jr. and the Koopalings get a promotion to be bad. Like most aging boomers, Bowser needs to retire already and let the next generation step in. Well, we've had enough... Time, like he's failed so many times. Like Darth Vader would have strangled him a thousand times over. While we've gotten hints at the Koopalings' individual personality traits over the years, I would like to see them fleshed out more. Instead of acting oh. as bosses of generic biomes like Desert Land or Ice World, they should have worlds that reflect their individuality. Just some examples. Iggy could have a mechanized city, Ludwig could have an old-timey symphony hall, and Roy, he's my favorite, could have a dope-as-fuck club brimming with that big D <laughs> energy. Then, Dude. at the end of the game, they can all connect their zords and have a giant robot battle Ooh. with Mario. Ooh. Either that, or they can all merge together into some horrifying Cronenbergian Eldritch Abomination. Oh. I mean, Kirby games do that shit all the time, so why not Mario? Wow. Dude, bring in the pre-Coopers. And have them be the first civilization of lizards that yeah. was in the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> the pre-coopers. Love it. That's a great Love point. I, yeah, great, great point. And, and I just dig in more to the lore of I- Iggy, because he looks like... The only thing he looks like is Amazing Larry from Pee-wee's Big Adventure, who Pee-wee <laughs> tells to shut up during the... Yeah. Is there anything Did like he, to share with us, Amazing Larry? Like, that's just what Iggy looks like. It's amazing. A 60-year-old guy in a rainbow mohawk. I love. I, they actually do have great energy. Oh. Uh, new question of the week: What is the next brand that needs to be Pokemon Goad or Pokemon Went? Uh, oh, I think you know. I, I thought the Ghostbusters one was a great idea, but yeah. f- clearly not if it's if it's gone. Um, but the the one that always has struck me as interesting. Like I'm a big fan of the movie It Follows. Oh, uh, yeah. I think Whoa, a lot about that, oh, yeah. oh, and wow. I think. 
there should be a game slash exercise app where uh, the It Follows monster is always chasing you and you don't know where it is, but the app will warn you when it's getting close and then you can go into like, you know, augmented reality and show your phone around. And it's like, okay, where is it? And like, right. oh shit, it's, if there's a person on it that shouldn't be there, I need to get out of the house and go on a jog or something. I drive my car around. It secretly checks the health info on their iPhones to see if they have herpes yeah, to let you know good. who in a crowd has herpes. Because I ain't <laughs> spoken about to like catch someone that who's never had herpes before. Yeah. Like Maybe that. you can transfer the curse to someone else who's also playing. Imagine <laughs> trying to market this video game. Hey, you know STDs? <laughs> we, we did it. Location-based. Now you know. Your barista? Yeah. Don't drink that. It would, I, it would yeah. actually be probably amazing, like, like, like pandemic research data. Actually, they had yeah, that probably, shit on the iPhone. They, they had a thing they where did. it would alert you, like, if you were in the vicinity of a COVID-positive person. Oh, yeah. As no, I, I person... got one when I went to GDC. And like, Every oh, time you go on a plane or a crowded place, yeah. yeah. yeah when you get sucks. one, does it go, I've changed my phone to do that, yeah. That's actually a ringtone that has a motorcycle rev to it on the iPhone. That is a real ringtone. That is a default iPhone ringtone. It is a default ringtone for sure. Like, not only, like, in case it wasn't clear, this is a George Thorogood bad boy thing. It's like, vroom, vroom. Which is the, that George Thorogood song is the worst song imaginable. That also should be Pokemon Go. It's like um, uh, Dookie by Green Day. It's like the same song. Oh or uh, Brain Stew. Brain Stew. Yeah. I have an idea here, Michael, that like I could go Assassin's Creed with like an assassin angle, right? Where it's like, hey, you're actually picking up people in the crowd. Okay, I'm going to assassinate them. Which, Okay, forget about the whole thing with guns and violence in America right now. Let's just assume things are fine. I'm actually going to go Hitman, though. So it's, it's a it's a Pokemon Go style game where you have contracts in crowded places and you have to think of creative ways to find them. But it also is like going to detect like, oh, there's an enemy over here. Like you don't want to get spotted over there. So you got to like, right. I just want to see the weirdos making their way through like malls trying to come at me as like the elusive target. And I'll be like, why are you That'd following be fun. me? I feel like that, that's a Google Glass concept. Like, wow, they could totally do that. And everyone life. would be mad at them for playing. Everyone it. would beat their ass for having yeah. that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's what the KGB does. <laughs> yeah. But no, like you could you could make it sort of like the Assassin's Creed multiplayer, where like if you are playing, you are both hitman and also a target. Like if there's a player in your vicinity, then you know there's there's a good chance they're hunting you, but you're also hunting other players. So it's yeah. like you know you're not you're not bringing normies into your game. That is an underrated. Uh, multiplayer game type. It really, it really was. I, I would love to see that come back. Yeah, there was one of those games that I was really into for a little bit. More games should have hide-and-seek like that. Like, well, mm -hmm. Dark Souls has that, right? It's like, yeah, come into my world, and I'm going to become a lamp for ten minutes while Dude, you Dude, what was that game? Prey? Remember that? that was, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 exactly. That's why That's why but, I'm going to say Dark Souls, because I don't have a good answer. But, ooh, uh, sure. Yeah, every time battles. I'm mad at uh, my Subway sandwich artist, like, Jesus Christ, the honey mustard is only on one side of the sandwich. Then I can turn it into a giant boss battle with my phone. It's like they're not even artists at all, Chris, right? Am I right? Like, come yeah. on. You just, you, yeah. You don't just hand those titles out. Give me sub Who were they certified by? Robert Kincaid? I mean, <laughs> let a computer make my sandwich. You're not uh, a sandwich artist. You're not even a sandwich craftsman. No, you're a sandwich <laughs> enthusiast. You're a, you're a sandwich apprentice. You're just a fast food. Oh, you're just somebody making minimum wage who wants me to get out of here fast. Yeah. God damn. 
There's already no meat on this sub. You can't oversauce a Subway sandwich. Look, both of us want the same thing, which is me out of this restaurant. (laughs) Go faster. Would you like any rotten spinach on your sub, sir? (laughs) You guys ever put chips on a? You guys ever put chips on a sandwich? Like, yes, at Subway when like one of one of my subs is torpedoed by mayonnaise. I'm gonna get to. to, I'm gonna have to go back in there three out of five times. Throw some crunchy shit in there just to offset how like how awful and how poorly this was put together. Sir, would you like to get diarrhea now or later? Yeah, I yeah, said the magic like the word. Ramen. You guys didn't scream. What the fuck? We just. Ah! Already, I'm already. Da, 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 da. I'm already spent. <laughs> no, when I get diarrhea in a subway, it sounds like a goddamn Star Wars destroyer going down. <laughs> Dude, did you remember when Weezer straight up wrote the diarrhea song as a song and put it out? No, no. what? It's That's called the, is we that are the video with them? Dr- it's, it's called "We Are All on Drugs," and it is huh. literally the diarrhea song. It's the all video right. with the Muppets in it. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. No, dope no, notes. It's, no, it's it, that's pork and beans, but might as well be the diarrhea. Stuff. I'm losing my mind. Uh, the answer is uh, Science Project Go Ultraman. That's Ooh. the answer. Bang. Ultraman. It's the perfect. It's the perfect IP for this for this game. If oh, you don't yeah. know how Ultraman works, there's invisible monsters everywhere. That's how it works. Oh, oh shit! Perfect. There you go. Yeah. And All then right. maybe you gotta like team up and bring your little Ultra Force together with the other people to make a big Ultraman together. Right. And you all have to decide how to fight together. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a game designer. Get Can off I my change back. my answer to Pop's ghostly, Michael? Because Ghostbusters didn't work, but I think Pops that one ghostly. has potential. Oh yeah, no that that Action Max <laughs> title from the '80s was the wildly VCR popular. game. Yeah, yeah fucking Pop's yeah. ghostly. It's due for a comeback. Please give to our Patreon show. I can go to the Ultraman theme park in Japan, which looks absurdly so lame. Sick. I want to see Shin Common uh, Rider is what I want to see. Yeah. Mm. The, I haven't seen Shin Ultraman. I, I really want to see I might be it. able to. Ooh, ooh, oh. nice. Cool, cool. All right. So what's the next brand you think needs to be Pokemon Goad? Let us know. Go to VigiGameApocalypse.com. Answer in the comments for episode 520. Good Lord. Uh, alternately, you can visit us on the official Laser Time community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there where you can answer. Or ping us on Twitter at VGApocalypse, and we will read the answers on next week's show. Anyway, that's been our show. Let's go with some plugs. Alex, once again, where can people find you? Please go to Patreon.com slash Pod. For the greatest podcast you've ever seen that is about uh, stuff that Fox Mulder would have in the X-Files today if the X-Files were real. And uh, go, it's the 10th anniversary of my Let's Play show, Super Beard Bros. One of the OGs, somehow. Go watch it. One of the OGs, one of the only ones still rolling. Of the YouTubes, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. read them and weep. We made it. We lived, bitch. We're alive. It hasn't affiliated himself with Nazis. Nope, like, somehow. Uh, huge yeah. for a Let's Player. No, I'm only affiliated with Isle Delfino. <laughs> that is my yes. political move. This, this, this. <laughs> on, on behalf of umbrella-shaped big nose people, yeah, I appreciate so it. Rude. So yeah. rude. They truly are a violent people. A truly, <laughs> they will throw you across town with with a with a nary a look. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, uh, patreon.com slash laser time. 302010 is really fun this week. Um, yeah, that's all I got. All right. Thank you guys so much for having me on the damn show. Thank yeah, you thank for you being for coming on, on the damn show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, anything else, Matt? 
Uh, Illuminati is amazing and has been on a good run lately. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, you need to be listening to that shit. Yeah. Especially, like, when the UFO stuff started happening, what was it, a month ago now, two months ago now? Is it Mike? You're the co-host. Yeah, Mathis is wild. Mathis yeah. lost his shit, but he was like, you could. T- I felt so bad for him because he's like, we could all tell. It's like, oh, these are probably just like spy balloons and shit like that. Like not actual UFO he had, shit. He had a good day today. Mm-hmm. He had a good day today. Right, I'll tell you that right. much. All right. There's some good. There's some good footage out there. Some good footy. Yeah. But yes, quite quite an enjoyable show. So go listen to that. Go subscribe, and then you can listen to our show, and then Illuminati. Well, so That'll be your weekend and fucking routine. I'm on a couple of those. If that sweetens the pot for anybody, but go sir. Just look up. Uh, most disappointing episodes of Chiluminati. <laughs> and the ones with Michael. <laughs> the gri- no, listen. They're the most infamous. Sh- they're the most infamous, infamous episodes of the show that there are. It's the greatest. It's my greatest joy to have made the Greenstone episodes, and I, I they hold a special place in my heart. Mm, so good. Yeah. And he came That's on the 200th fun. episode. That was just I, this week. I know. I I was. I did not realize it was the 200th until we started. I'm I'm so flattered. That you would invite yeah. me on for that. That's awesome. Yeah. You're so the Steve on. Martin of the show. You're oh. the Tom Hanks of the show. The Paul Simon of the show. Cool, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you again. And yeah, as always, you can find us online at VigiGameApocalypse.com. Follow us on Twitter at VGApocalypse. Or follow me personally on Twitter at Wikiparaz. That's W-I-K-I-P-A-R-A-Z. That's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. What is that from? Like, why do you keep doing that?